the lumber town of Otari, with its storied past and a fair share of sinister secrets, has been fairly quiet in recent decades. Over the 400 years since its inception, the surrounding area has been the launching pad for many famous adventurers, and as a result, most of the ancient ruins have been fully explored, much of their mysteries already solved. But when the mysterious gauntlet, an eerie landlocked lighthouse, begins to glow with a baleful light, the people of Otari suspect it's an ominous prelude to sinister events. The call goes out for a new band of heroes to save the day. Those heroes are... Mukta. One's path in life may shift like the sands. You have to adapt or be buried. Halarmony Higgins. Can I play something for you? New Lara. Hey, I know that it's scary, but you have to get up. Okay? Take my hand. Ugh. Very good. Let's go. Clovis. Nature is not to be put in order. Nature is order. It is for us to put ourselves in unison with this order. The time has come to enter the Abomination Vaults, Ruins of Gauntlet. As our camera fades in from black, we see a purple face, a middle-aged drow poring over books in his laboratory. A small goblin we recognize as Borbo carries a strange tool of some sort in the background. We see this is clearly Volok Azrene. A title card across the bob reads about 500 years ago. No, you idiot, not that one, yells Volok as he throws something at Borbo, causing him to drop the tool, which breaks. Borbo looks up at Volok with fear in his eyes, as Volok is to his feet, snatching up the broken tool and swinging it at Borbo. With the smash cut, we are in a different scene, the workshop. Volok is building a strange staff, a silver and copper contraption with strange circular frames carved into it. Volok looks to be fitting some glass lenses into the frames. At a glance, it resembles a bit of a lighthouse. We hear a voice from out of frame, a feminine voice. Surprisingly adequate, Volok. The fulcrum will serve me nicely. We see only a hand reach out for the lens as Volok beams and hands it over. Smash cut to Volok sitting in a small room alongside a banquet table. Other people line the seats around the tables. Scholars, soldiers, soldiers, devils, all manner of beings. But all we see is a tight shot on Volok's face. A voice is speaking from out of frame. Heroes are on the way now, mistress. They call themselves the Rose Guard from Absalom. Shall we dispatch a group to no? We hear the vo feminine voice snap back. Let them come. I will defeat them and add them to my collection. We can see Volok's worried face looking around himself. He dares not speak up. Smash cut to a small house behind the gauntlet. 
a lens workshop. Volek stares out the window. We hear combat noises raging on from the outside, but cannot see what is happening. We see Borbo standing at Volek's side, watching confused. Volek turns and sneers at him, but the sneers cut short with a loud explosion. Many of the lenses in the workshop shatter from the sonic blast, sending shards of glass flying. We see Volek's pristine face cut up. Quick cut to black. We hear a womanly voice. Please, let's leave here together. Start a new life somewhere else. We, hear, we see there's tears in the eyes as a camera cuts from black and we see a drow woman sobbing. She's clutching something, a painting. Belcora needs me now in death more than in life. Volok turns from the room and strides out. The woman cries, falling to the floor, clutching her portrait of Volok. As the camera watches him leave, down the hallway, we see a few apprentices coming towards her, malice in their eyes, weapons in their hands. Smash cut to Volok in his workshop. His face looks older. Scars from the shards of glass are set in, showing time has passed. The scene is dark. A tank of water is being filled by Borbo in the background. We see books of necromancy opened across the workspace. Volok working diligently. He holds up a black gem. A grin spreads across his face. Borbo, come here. How would you like to live forever? Another smash cut. A small wooden bird doll sits in a ruined workshop. The ceiling open to the rain above. We see the glittering black gem embedded in its back. And as the lightning flashes, we get a clear look at Mr. Beak's face. Stay here until I return for you, is the command from Volok. Standing here in the ruined lens workshop, there is some sadness in Volok's eyes. It lasts only momentarily. He strides out of the room down the hallway. There is a pause as he crosses the portrait of himself hanging on the wall. He looks up at his beautiful face staring back. His fingers instinctively caress his own face, tracing the scars. In a rage, he tears the painting from the wall. Cut to a small office. A desk sits here and a bathtub. We see Volok dumping buckets of something into the tub. And as the camera pulls closer, we can see the entire tub filled with leeches. Runes glow around the bathtub surface and Volok recites the magic. He drinks a dark vial of liquid. And as something begins coursing in his veins, black runs through them. He disrobes fully, and we see one last caress of his scars. His face is showing wrinkles. Age is setting in on this drow. He steps into the tub of leeches. We see his body dissolving in the pulsating mass of the creatures as he liquefies himself and is absorbed into the swarm. 
Smash cut to a bright morning. The sun is up and a beautiful, it looks beautiful through the morning fog. A young dwarven man with his cup of coffee seems to be enjoying a walk. We see him drawn to a strange figure holding a glowing lantern. Do you need some help there, laddie? Says the dwarf, taking a gulp and walking closer to the road figure. As he gets closer, we see the lantern held up. Its glowing blue flame dances inside, and we see the mesmerized face of the dwarf. The hood of the robe is blown back from a gust of wind, and we see hundreds of swarming leeches falling over themselves beneath it, their bodies forming the shape of a crude smile. Smash cut to that same dwarven man tied down to a table. Screams of agony ring out. A blue light passes from the table upwards through him into the ceiling. We see his flesh being destroyed, turned necrotic and dying, and then regenerating itself like a wave crashing onto the beach. The mass of leeches grins, bugs falling off its face as it does so. Smash cut to the same figure, sitting at a desk. A lantern on the table flickers, providing dim blue light in the office. As he goes over his papers, he hears a noise from beyond. Cautiously, he stands from his desk and listens at the door. The camera pushes past him, out beyond the door. And we see a curious Yusoki staring back at the other side of the entryway. She pauses and turns away from the scene. We can see a group of heroes beyond, resting and gathering treasure from the dining hall. The camera drifts back into the office, to the swarm of creatures, to the horror that Volok Azrene has become. The hisses and pops of the leeches make a weird sound, mimicking speech. Ah, fate has brought us more heroes and more anchors for the lighthouse. This time, Belcora, I will not watch from the sidelines. As he opens the door and strides out, a terrified Nulara, Mukta, Halarmony, and Clovis stare back, each readying for battle. Well, we have guests. Players, please roll me initiative. We got this, guys. It's all been building to this, guys. Your greatest challenge yet, Volik Azrenae. Okay, let's do this. Make sure I'm all right. Come on. It is a 23 for initiative for Clovis. 29 for Mukta. 28 for Hal. Hey! 19 for Nalara. And 23 for Clovis. Yes, sir. I just wanted to show, because I know like a lot of our viewers didn't get to see the, the handout, so this is old Volok. Volok then? Describe what it looks like, Steve, for the people old listening Volek on the podcast. So Volok in the before is a very handsome drow, looks young in the portrait we see, long white hair that comes down his face, immaculate skin, sharp features, classically elvish beautiful the current volik the one that stands before our heroes 
is thousands of leeches swarming amongst themselves. Somehow, cohesing like the cohesion of them together is just creating the semblance of a humanoid body. The arms are too long. The feet, the legs are too long. It's wearing a vest and pants somehow, but they're spilling out. There's no face. There's just a writhing mass where this man's face used to be. And most importantly, there are no more scars on Volok Azerne. What? And as we go into combat, I think, Hal, you, I saw you, you rolled... Did you roll uh, perception for initiative? Because I remember at the end of the last thing, you were trying to do avoid notice, right? You were trying to hide. You yes. hid like under the table, right? So if you're, if you're, I guess, I don't think there's anything necessarily. Now, maybe Mukta will know this. Does it say you have to use stealth if you're avoiding notice or just that you may use stealth if you're avoiding notice? If I have to read that again. I think it said you may use stealth if you're. I feel like that's right, right? So, Hal, you can be stealth, but, like, make the stealth check to see if he sees you. Alrighty. I mean, you act before him anyway, so it's probably not going to matter, but it'll matter if you're flat-footed to him or not. Or if he's flat Oh! Natural 20 for a 26. Let's see those crits in chat, huh? Nice. Yeah. Crits in chat, everyone. Alright. The dice are already in our favor. Let's hope it stays that way. Alright. At the start of combat, in the first round of chat, oh sorry, in the first round of combat, I'm just looking at I'm looking at the Chris in chat. So thank you, Mukta. You get the drop on the guardian himself. What would you like to do? All right, I will stride. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a stride or a sneak? Because you are hidden right now, right? If you walk across the room without sneaking, he will see you. I, he's flat-footed for me anyway, because. Uh... You're 100% correct. That's true. Because I'm before him in initiative, so. Um, I was going to say his eyes follow you as you dart across, but there's no eyes on this man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Would I get any penalty shooting from here from Hal or no? Hal's under the table, so no, I don't think so. All right. I will. I guess because of the t- the chairs are kind of tall and the table, the table, not so much. The chairs are kind of tall because we already established that they were big enough to hide behind, you know? So I think from straight across the table like that, he will have like a, a partial AC cover from that, right? So Okay, you can fire so here's from- a question then. Yeah. You, before I was able to kind of uh, peek my head around corners, mm-hmm. if I was over back to where I originally started, oops, would I no, be able pop- to I think strike so. him? I think so. All right. So I will allow it. All right. Let's, I'll say I peek my head around the corner and shoot an arrow at him. Go for it. All right. So this oh, is going to set the tone for the whole night. I mean, the natural 20 kind of set the tone for the night, but let's keep yeah. that tone rolling. Let me make sure I have flat footed on. All right. That is a 16 on the dice for 27 to hit. Nice. 27 is a hit, but not a crit. Even flat footed. Uh, all right, that's nice. double sixes for 12 nice. points of damage. So here's what happens. You let go with the short bow. It flies out, cuts through the like massive leeches. Your arrow passes through his body out the back and into like the door frame that he's kind of standing near. Hurts him, but hurts him a lot less than you would expect. Hmm. He is resistant seven to your attack. Damn. 
Damn. All right. For my uh, second action, I would then um, stride out to where I was behind the chair. And third action, I will hide. Yes, yeah, so we took five. Oh, I, you know what? You know what? Sorry, I take that back. I need to roll things back for a second. Too late. He is not only resistant seven to your attack, Mukta. He is immune to precision damage. Your attack does nothing to him. Oh, heck. What can oh. we do against this dude? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just realized that because he, um, he is immune to precision damage. Awesome, 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 awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, no one I, gets uh, scared. No one gets scared. I stride. <laughs> I stride and I hide. <laughs> yeah, make that. Uh, make that stealth check. That is a nineteen. Not nineteen. Right. You think you're pretty safely hidden back there? That's all that's your my, actions, right? That's my turn. Hal. All right. Uh, Hal is going to stir my cord, and he is going to use his lingering composition and do. Inspire defense. Put it up. That's not uh, lingering. It's just straight up. I'm going to use lingering. I got to do my lingering. Got it. Lingering composition. Make that performance check. The DC at this level is 19, I believe. You Ooh, shatter a with a critical success. How 33 will do yeah. it. You guys get inspired defense for four rounds. Nice. And then I will do that. Let me try this. I will. Make a somatic gesture and cast electric arc on him. DC 20 reflex. Let's see what the DC 20 reflex. is the critical save. Oh, oh boy. Volick wow. with a natural 20 for a total of 37 and takes zero damage. Damn, what a fight. Gonna... Okay. All right. I know it's his turn. I'm going to change my dice because, uh, not because That's I feel scary, like though. I'm so on the dice. though. you just said 37. You know? That's 17 natural. So all my spells are DC 20s, which means he just has to roll a three or higher. There you go. I'm going to go with this dice for tonight. Just so we're if using it, different dice. If it's a reflex, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so he's true. a leech. All right. Volik is next. So Volik hears the music and, like, how yeah, like peeked his head out from the elect to do the electric arc, right? So like Volley's very aware of where you are and very aware of like um you know Mukta, like where he kind of ran towards, even though we can't see him. His eyes are staring at Clovis, and like you can't see him, Nulara. You just see like people attacking in the doorway, and he can't see you. But he says, He's like, I can feel your trembles. And he uses a stride action here to step out and kind of like doesn't even like look at you because there's no looking with this guy there's no eyes right but you see where his arm is his arm like reaches out and kind of points in Nulara's direction and a sharp like jet of leeches shoot out almost like a spike right at you Nulara and he's going to make a tendril oh, strike sorry good uh I had my shield raised. I was defending yeah. the last time. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and put your shield because you were doing there. defense. Yep. All right. The tendril strike comes out. He rolls an 11 plus 18 for a 29. Yes, that hits. Not a crit, though, right? Yes. No, not a crit. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't deal immediate damage, but the leeches, like, hit you and like swarm all over you they start crawling under your breastplate they start crawling all over your body you're now swarming uh -oh. with leeches that are biting and sucking blood out of you and you are taking 2d8 
plus eight persistent damage. You are now bleeding, Lara. Okay. And then let's see. I just look at him. What I what can I do? Actually, this is interesting. I already said it, so I can't take it back. So I guess the only thing you can do is this. He looks at you, Nulara, mm-hmm. and his whole like thing goes in your direction. He strides right at you, and right when you think he's about to come up right next to you to stop, he continues, and he swarms onto your square. As you are now inside of the massive leeches, as his whole form is now on your square, like you're being swarmed by the leeches that are all biting at you while he stands on you and i need you this so so this is the uh this is the squirming embrace action i need you to make a reflex save reflex you got it that would be uh 16. 16. hero point let's spend okay catch that first hero point you got three miles 16 is a fail uh 22 is also a fail whoa that's close, but it's no cigar. I don't think you have anything that gives you plus one more. No, I don't think so. No, so not for you are going to take 3d8 piercing damage from the leeches. So 14 okay. piercing damage. Got and they're biting, on, they're biting all on you, and he still ends his turn swarming around you, Nulara. Okay. That's his turn. Clovis. So, question. So this thing's all around her. If I attack it, is it also going to attack her? No, I don't think so. I think okay. uh, this is a really weird question because what the action says is you stride and end your turn on on a creature. Or not, you just end the stride on a creature, right? But I can't find any rules that talk about what happens when you end your turn on another creature. So this, I wasn't even sure how to handle this. Um, I think what's going to happen, just to keep it to make sense, I'm just going to have him end his space on a different square. And yeah, that's your turn, Clovis. Okay, so uh, Clovis is going to do a hydraulic push on him. Sure. Yes. That Whoa. is a twenty-four. Twenty-four is a miss. Oh boy. Hero point. <laughs> if it's a big spell, then uh... it's, yeah. this one's. I mean, it's a it's a resource, right? It's a spell slot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If it's not the cantrip, I would use the hero point. It is not. Okay. I will do my hero point. Let's try Come my on, ruby dice from Rollsmith. Come on. Oh. Right. That's my hero point, and Even I am worse. going to raise my. So, yeah, your hydraulic blast like flies out. Like I think it like hits like around him and glances off the leech form, and uh, we're good. So it, it doesn't affect him. He takes no damage. Okay. That's my turn. Uh, man turn. Does he have the swarm trait? Somebody's saying in chat he has the swarm trait, so we should be able to share a space. I didn't see the swarm trait, but it could be on here. Maybe maybe it's just not reflected correctly in, in here. Oh, he does have the swarm trait. I see it right here at the top. Perfect. So he is going to end on Nulara's space, but I don't think you can hit Nulara accidentally. Okay. And you raise your shield for the third action? Yes, sir. All right, Nulara, you're up. All right, uh, first action, I'm going to try and hit him with my tar, uh, trident. You can so tar go. Can I hit yeah. him with my trident if he's yeah. freaking swimming at me? If he's okay. on you, he's definitely within your reach, so. We shall see. We know uh, arrows didn't do anything. We have the trident, trident does. 
my tr plus one trident ghostbuster yeah. Who you oh. gonna call? Uh, i'm gonna use another hero point yeah we know so it was, it was a five plus 13 for 18 which is a miss uh-huh spend that hero point two hero points in on the first round of combat yes sir oh, oh my god dang which is yeah. in our yeah. podcast yeah. audience hmm. let me see He's swarming, so I can't grab him. What swarm? I? I mean, I don't know. Do you have any bug spray? Spray some bug spray. Yeah, try. Think about it. He's not one cohesive thing. He has thousands of yeah. like, leeches, right? And he's no, all yeah. swarmed around you. It, you could. I mean, that's up to you. Did he speak to us in common? Yes. Okay. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna close my eyes. And then I am going to channel for asthma since the being right in front of me is essentially the thing that she wants me to kill, but I can't. So looking at this swarm, I will say, you are not supposed to be here. We know what you look like. It's only a matter of time before everyone else will. So right now, I have Phorasma behind me, and I'm telling you right now, the minute she gets in here, the minute I start hitting you, you will die. And then I'm trying to demoralize him. Go for it. Make that intimidation. It's a long six seconds, you know? I think time slows. Yeah, sorry. I was, like, thinking about it, really. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, literally nervous right now, you no, guys. No, go for it. Let's, let's make this roll. Make it better than a natural one, please. <clears throat> I mean, if I could. I think this ain't my hands. Eh, Chat, intimidation. Send, send Nulara your energy here. This is a good roll, an important roll. 23. And you're targeting a will save? I believe so. Demoralize. It does not. It, it is not enough to fear Volok. <laughs> That's my second action, third action, raising a shield. Man, raising a shield. We're, uh, okay. We're going to need to run. All right, second round of combat, Mukta. Hey, if that oh, that's a good point. It did end your turn. So you've been like you've been biting bit, bit, bit. Seventeen points of damage you take from the leech is still biting you. What's this recovery the, check thing? Because it's a, it's persistent damage, right? Okay. So like any persistent damage, you make a flat check at the end of your turn to potentially uh, end it. So make okay. make the recover make a DC fifteen. Another reflex. Not a reflex. It was just a flat check. Oh, okay. I'll just click it. Twelve. Leeches stay. You continue to bleed. Uh-huh. All right. Mukta. I actually forgot about the persistent damage, but I added the persistent damage condition thanks to the persistent damage mod, and it did it for us. So thank you, persistent damage mod. That was cool. Mukta. <laughs> Second right. round of combat. Your arrows did well, nothing. That was max damage as well. So, um... Time to get creative. I'm going to drop my short bow. Okay. And 30 feet, or I guess stride on action. Okay. All, you drop your bow, so you got free hands and you're striding on all fours. Okay. It's only 25 feet either way, so. Okay. I have, I have 30, but. um, I, Is that not 30 feet? Uh, It said 25. But either I way, you, yeah. you've got the 30 feet when you're, when you're barehanded. Yes. So it works out. Uh, and then I stand up again uh, or come up on my hind legs and quick draw with my rapier. 
All right, make that strike. I will I say in this instance that... Okay, here's the thing. I might give you flanking in this instance, right? But as you go to strike, you learn with the thousands of eyeballs in all directions, he's immune to flank. So it's not going to matter. Oh. So go ahead and make your strike without the flat-footed condition. All right. Yeah. That's a Ooh. 29 to hit. That's nice. going to hit. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Come on, let's roll some good damage here. I, I mean, I don't have that much for damage if he's not flat-footed, so it's not going to matter. Well, he's immune to the precision anyways. Eight points of damage. That's enough to get through one point of damage because he's resistant seven. Yay. You kill Yay. a few. Little people. by little. <laughs> you actually skewer quite a bit right through, and then you got to shake him off your rapier. Um... Uh, third action, I will, let's see what he's got. I will stride. Yeah, he does not have a, uh, a attack of opportunity to hit you with. All right, that's my turn. So, uh, I can't see Nilara, but, uh, Nunu, how are you feeling over there? Um, I'm doing okay. Okay, are you sure? It will take me a minute, but... What is okay? I cannot see you because you're covered. I'm in... a third. I'm I'm like thirty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope you you don't die, and I will spend all three actions to cast magic missile at Volok. Okay, bring it. Oh hell! Did you send that to just the GM? It looked like it came to just me. Yeah, accidentally. Just to GM. I popped it out so everyone can okay. see it now. So this is just straight. Uh, this is still level one. Level one. All three actions. Go for it. So all three actions is what? So 15. Five, four. Not sure if it's three. Not sure if it's just uh, three dice plus the one. No, no. Each one does plus one. So it takes all that damage. So what? 12 points of damage. Ricochets out. Bam, 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 bam. Hits him. Takes the full damage. There's no resistance to this. Okay. Everybody nice. else. Shoot him with your magic missiles. <laughs> Can you throw me one? I'll try. <laughs> I don't have any. How do I what do that? A, what is a magic missile? So Volok Vol- Vol- here uh, turns and looks at you. Like you're not like hidden. You're because you, you can see him. You can cast your missile. He turns and sees how like kind of crawling like under the table. Uh, he's going to like stride. 10 feet away from Nulara, which actually technically triggers an opportunity attack because it is a, it is a stride action, which is a, a, one of the triggers. Yes, sir. So with my trident, that would be another miss. That is a miss. 24. And so Volok, like kind of makes eye contact with you, Hal, and raises his like leechy sort of hands, and you watch as he casts a spell, and suddenly you like look down at your arms and you start feeling itchy. And you start scratching your arms and you look down. Everywhere under your skin begins like writhing, Hal. As you see little worms burrow their head out and like look at you with like little leeches of a pit on your skin. And you are now being devoured with a spell that he likes to call uh, Worms Repast. So, Hal, can you make a fortitude saving throw? All right. That is a natural one. Oh but, my uh, god, man, we are back guys, to... we can't, not like this. 
Does it have a? Is it a visual component? That's his first natural. Is one. A... This is not. This is a mental effect, actually. Uh, let me just double check. Oh, perfect! I can use it on the mental too. Can you really? Yep. That's an interesting use. Uh, it is a. Let me just double check. Does what it auto visual? It mental enchantment composition. Oh, that's me. Mental. Mm-hmm. Never mind. No, it actually it's, it's none of them. It's just a straight attack. It's not. It's not like illusionary or anything like that. All right, that will use the hero oh, yeah. points. Do not take double yes, damage. Please use the hero points. All right, there please we go. Please make this a good roll. Please, please make this a good roll. You got this. <laughs> Twenty. Well, it's not a critical success this time. It's just a failure. Sorry, it's not a critical failure. It's just a failure. So you're going to take six d six piercing damage. So how you take 23 points of piercing damage and then you are now taking 2d6 persistent damage from the uh 2d6 persistent damage from the bugs biting you and you are flat-footed while the bugs are chewing on you all right but that's all three of his actions clovis okay i am i'll just try this stuff uh is gonna move back there to the corner and he is going to cast Burning Hands. Isn't that just a 15-foot cone? I think 60. you just... You... Oh, yeah, it's not on here. I'm not even sure. Doesn't even say. It, it says... Uh, yeah, 15-foot well, check... cone. Never mind. So from, from where you are, you're, you have to get a little closer because you're not... So I was here, right? Yeah. From Still there, you have to take one right? step closer to get to him, yeah. Um, I'm going to try this. Um... Clovis is going to look in front of him and say, I'm going to give you your own medicine and uh, Cass, I'm going to vomit up a swarm. Okay. So it's a yes. DC 20 basic reflex, which I'm going to go through this anyways, but. It's going to hit Nulara is the thing. It's a 30 feet? foot cone, right? We can okay, place so cone. then if I move my original. Place, if you place the 30 foot cone. That's going to hit how? So this would hit here. It would oh, miss Mukta, yeah. but it would hit. It would hit Nulara as right. well. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, no worries. He's scared. He's pissed off, thinking of the werewolf, all this stuff. And he goes back, and he's going to do sudden bolt. Okay. I'm gonna see sudden if bolt. Uh, finally pays off. He's pissed off enough for this to work. All right, that's gonna be a reflex save for Volik. <laughs> you guys. Volik gets a natural 20 Dude, for 37. Famous. Why does this always happen? Zero damage again from the sudden bolt. You can't you can't make this up, guys. Mm. Well, you still have one action, Clovis. I think I am going to raise my shield. <laughs> raise the shield. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, New Lara. Alright, I'm taking a step towards this bitch. <laughs> oh, one last thing I need to point out because I did forget on his turn. Uh, he had taken some damage from uh, from Mukta and as his turn starts you watch uh-huh. as like some of the like leeches regenerate and he heals a bit at the start of his turn. Oh, he heals seven damage at the start thing. of his turn. Well, you know, there's just hand- of- there is turn. a handy action called Recall Knowledge. Maybe you've heard of it. That can maybe give you guys yeah, some insight. Yeah, but my lore is on mine. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying it's necessarily for you. I'm just saying if things seem dire, trust in Recall uh, Knowledge. Just remember, so, guys, a river cuts it. through rocks, not because of power, but because of its persistence. Mm. 
I like that. I like that, Clovis. <laughs> so I'll take a step. Okay. That's my first action. And then I'm going to try and hit him with my trident. Okay. Make that strike count. It counted. 27 is a 27. hit. So um, this has the ghost touch rune. I don't know if that makes any it difference. It does not. He is, he is not a ghost, unfortunately. But um, that is 15 points of damage. Piercing. 15 points of damage. Piercing, piercing damage. damage. Physical. He's resistant 7 to physical, so he takes 8. All right, and then for my third action, I am going to raise my shield. <laughs> okay, you still have the leeches on you. The leeches are still biting you. You're mm. you're starting to gush blood. You can feel blood running down your body, down your leg, pulling on That's, the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Can I spend an action to get them off me? Because, I mean, I, I'm under the assumption that I'm already bleeding and they're inside of me, yeah? There is always the chance, right? You can spend two actions to try to, mm -hmm. to get an extra attempt at stifling the um the effects but it's yeah. two actions to do that not one mm, i see okay noted uh so yeah third action i'm gonna raise my shield okay all right at the end of your turn we're gonna do the persistent damage mm -hmm. do i do the recovery check so again? first the damage you take 19 points of bleeding damage and okay. now make the recovery check Ooh. this would be a good time to roll high yep Whoa! Last a natural one. <laughs> Are you gonna use the hero point here? Yeah. All right, cashing in that last hero point. Chat, if you got hero coins, my people, a fifteen. You did it. <laughs> there you go. Nice. You dig in deep. Your blood clots. The last of the leeches fall out. You are no longer uh, bleeding persistent. Low. Okay. That's You're really cool. low on health. Yeah. All right. Top of round three. Mukta. All right. One action. Take off my backpack. Okay. <laughs> Second action. Reach in and pull out the portrait. Okay, so Mukta had it in his backpack. There we go. Okay. You pull out the, the, the portrait, right, of the backpack. And what are you doing with it as you pull it out? I'm going to say, I'm going to pull it out and say, I almost forgot I had this. Look at this handsome, beautiful, elvish face, huh? And I'm going to sh move my hand out and show it to the room. Almost instantly, right, like half of half his body, all the leeches on this half of his body begin to like writhe in agony. And you can see like the head like kind of turns and is staring right at you, Mukta, and making some kind of angry, some kind of noise that sounds like a cross between anger and uh, pain and misery. Uh, would that is do I still have an action left? Yeah, that's only that's only your second action. Um. I'm going to jump <laughs> jump up on top of the table here, holding, okay. the, holding the portrait out like a talisman. Perfect. <laughs> then that's okay. my turn. Yeah. Got it. All right. Well, Hal, you're next. Hmm. Okay. How is uh, Nilara doing now? I'm at nine. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think we need to use potions if we have them on your turn. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, I want to use a second level soothe on Nolara. Okay. 12 healing. All right, 12 healing to Nolara. I look at Hal. Thanks, Hal. And I will Thank uh, you, Hal. use a lay on hands for myself for okay. 12 healing 12 as well. 12 healing to you. You are still also being bit by these uh, yep. things. Different kind of effect. 
you got the worms repass spell where she had like the little attack. Actual worms. <laughs> Actual worms, yeah. That is my turn. Do I roll a check? Yep, so you take five damage from the worms biting you in your skin, okay. and then you can make their recovery check. Alright. It is a d20. So the effect does not go away. Uh, can I use a hero point for that? You can. Please do. Oh. Also, Coach Reed gave Nulara another hero point. Yes. Hero point kicks in. The persistent damage effect goes off. You are no longer being uh, chewed alive by worms, and you're no longer flat-footed to the worms. Nice. All right. Start of Volok's turn. He heals seven health from the worms regenerating. And he he kind of grins as he looks around and says, Is this the best you've got? And, um... We're trying. Oh, but no, actually, sorry, sorry. At the start of the turn, before he says that, right, he can't say this because his eyes, his full focus is on the portrait that Mooks is holding up, shoving in his face as he looks at the rendition of his former self and is face-to-face with what he used to be versus the horror he's become. He has to start his turn with a will save. This, my friends, is the uh, hateful memories ability he has. So he has to make a DC 28 will save. Bro. And he succeeds with a 19 plus 13. So 34. So it doesn't affect him this turn, but you can tell he is focused on it. So he shakes out of that and he then he grins and he says, is that the best you have? Um, He's going to reach up with his like, reach up with his hands and he's going to lash out at Mukta with his um, strike, with his tendril strike. This be considered a ranged attack? Thank you, Foundry and Rollsmith, for TPKing my party. Yeah, this is crazy, you guys. That's a natural 20 from the We have some of those uh, rolls, please. So, huh. Would this be considered a ranged attack? I'm checking, I'm checking, I'm checking. It is not a ranged attack, it's a melee attack with reach. Okay. It does not trigger your attack of opportunity, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So, So join us next time for a brand new party and characters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mukta, you get hit for, like, you're bleeding now. Oh, well, it's kind of weird, right? Two things. One, you're now bleeding. You got the the worms that are bleeding and hurting you. This is the weird thing about this that I'm not sure about, but I'm going, I have to, hang on. Because it crit you, it didn't hit you. So I need to, to edit the effect real quick because it needs to be 48 plus 16. Just a minor, a minor amount of damage adjustment on your uh thing right okay so mukta you're in bad shape here but you're not you're like you're 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 getting ready to bleed but you're at full health so with his second action he will then stride towards you and he's going to use the squirming embrace which right. is the the stride with the reflex save this does indeed trigger an opportunity attack for you Nular. and okay. if you crit you can interrupt this mm-hmm. yeah yeah Come on, you got this. I'm all This is like, you guys, okay, your guys' roles haven't been that bad, but I've been hot. No, you've been, yeah, like. Shout outs to the Rollsmith Dice for giving me a Rollsmith for the You know what, guys? Like, for, this is for Rick, Richard, and Mike. Guys, we just have to put our energies together and, like, yeah. say this is against <sighs> Steve's lucky computer now. <laughs> 22. Mukta, can you make a reflex save? Sure. I'm going to use a hero point. point. Yeah. 16 is a fail. I would use a hero point. 
think it's a 23. For a 20 right. only. Yeah, so you're gonna take 3d8 piercing damage. 12 cool, piercing cool, damage. Cool, cool, How cool. you doing? That's and the first then... time I've got damage, but I'm... I don't have many hit points. <laughs> then, um... Then you watch as he, like, he's on the table, right? And then he, like, moves off of you and he strides away from you, Mukta, as the bugs, like, kind of go down and around the table in, like, this weird kind of wave formation and reform under the table on top of Hal. Hal, I need you to make a screwing embrace, so if you can make a reflex save for me. I'm going to use that. uh... You got a hero point? Yeah. Cash it in. People in chat... If you are sitting on correct points, please send them our way. 21 is still a 21 failure. is a failure, but not a critical failure, at least. So you take 3d8 piercing damage. You take 12 piercing damage. Lara's no longer bleeding out. Mukta, you're gushing blood and bleeding out. Hal, you are like... You, you shook off the worms from last time, right? So yep. you don't have persistent damage anymore, right? Okay, but you are damaged. Okay, and that is the end of Volok's turn. Clovis. Um... I'm going to do 33 action hill, hoping that's that... The, oh, that's wow. the AoE hill? Yeah, so I'm hoping two things. One, we get some hill, but I'm hoping it'll do positive damage against this thing, maybe. So... Just just to be clear here, right? Your, your burst will heal everything in the burst. It does positive healing to everything in the burst. Yep. Right? If, if it is damaged by positive energy, he will be hurt by it. Otherwise, he will receive the healing like everyone else. You guys think should we do it? Heal Nulara, I would say, or Hal. Hal, heal Hal. Heal Nulara. Because I have a potion. I have a potion. All right. Um, I can touch Hal, right? So I'll just do one action. Heal. Okay. He's now like so. What's happening is the 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 leeches are literally swarmed around him. So you are like reaching out and touching him through the leeches. Hal, you heal one hit point. Thank you. <laughs> Dice gods, what did you guys do to earn this bad karma? You did not appreciate Otari Ilvashti's intro to the episode. It was all those um, wonderful jokes. <laughs> and then I will do Disrupt Undead. Uh, Alright, you reach to out to hit the target and try to lance it with positive energy. Uh, Come on, Clovis. Let's got... We, energy, guys. Energy. This is actually interesting. Does... You what happens if you target something that's not undead? <laughs> Energy. Oh, no, it says that. it's still damage, right? It doesn't say... I got this thing. Disrupt undead. You lance the target with energy, you deal 1d6 positive damage. Oh, the target has to be one undead creature. So you reach up with your ability, and just to throw you the biggest bone here, as you go to cast a spell, the target is not undead. It will not take. Don't take a different action. So, I know we'll get that. so I'll do recall knowledge, um, looking for any weaknesses on this guy. Okay. Uh, since this is like a swarm type creature, you get a choice of nature because you've dealt with swarms in nature I, or like occultism would be the other choice unless you have some. And that's a 27 nature check. Okay. With the 27 nature. Stuff. So Clovis, this guy is a swarm. He is, don't think of him as a singular creature. Think of him as a thousand individual creatures, right? So yeah. what you will think is like dealing and dealing straight physical damage, hitting him with weapons, arrows, all of that is not going to work as good. But 
if you can hit him with splash damage or area damage, it is going to be super effective. All right, excellent to know. And uh, with that, that's two actions. Bring hands. Raise his shield. And all right. Congrats on the successful recall knowledge. Nulara. All right. Um, for a free action, I'm dropping my trident. Uh, first action, I'm grabbing a potion. Uh-huh. Uh, what and potion then do you have? I have the minor healing potion. Okay. Uh, and then second action, take it. Please do. Uh-huh. Don't roll double ones. <laughs> I cursed you. I'm sorry. Use healing potion. It's a minor. Listen. If anyone would like the DM to make the rolls for them, a five. I will gladly oblige. Is it just 1d8? That's what the potion does? Yeah, a minor healing potion. Okay, so you heal That's five. That's what it says, yeah. Yep. 1d8, okay. We haven't so used I have, it very often. Yeah, so I have a free hand because I dropped my trident, yeah? You do, yeah. Hal, are you okay? I, I, I should be just fine here. Uh, I will go ahead and... Can I move? Be okay. Hopefully, I can get away from this guy and Clovis can light him on fire. But you're gonna move, right? Because <laughs> I'm I gonna force to you out of there. I don't want to be lit on fire by Clovis, so yeah, I will want to move out of the okay. way. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So for my uh, third action, I'm gonna grab my trident again. Okay. That's the end of my turn. Clovis is shitting himself. He's pulling up fire one hand, fighting me both. Doesn't know what the shit to do. <laughs> and then he has like his like, fire oh, hose of a wand. <laughs> All right, Mukta, your picture did not seem to work, but you could see it dazed him. He he uh, he resisted the effects of it, but you could tell it was close to pushing him over the edge. All right. Uh, damn. Don't have a lot I can do, really. Um, he is like anti-rogue to the max. Yeah, pretty much. He can't kind be flanks. Can't be precisioned. Remember, yeah. persistence, right? You're not going to get empowered. Just keep doing it. Do you, you don't have any weapons with a striking rune on them? One I think right now we bug. gotta support striking. one bug at a time. Casters. I thought, um, I'm not, I don't think, I had the, the plus one the rapier didn't have a striking rune, or no? I mean, it didn't by default unless you added one to it. He no. had a, a ghost touch to something, we bought two. The rapier. Yep. The ghost mm-hmm. touch added, but this is not a ghost. Oh, none. Alright, um, I have the rapier out, the portrait out, and the other. I am going to... Well, one thing is, you're bleeding out. Yeah. I'll just point that out. It's two actions to get a free attempt to stifle the blood before it hurts you at the end of your turn. It gives you an extra DC 15 check. All right, I'll do that. All right, make a flat recovery check, DC 15. If you roll 15 or higher, you will stop the damage before it actually hits you at the end of your turn. A four is not a 15. I'm going to use a hero point. Hero point. You guys have good luck at hero pointing these persistent checks. Hallow just gave Mukta another hero point in chat. Mamukta! Yes. It works! 17. Okay, so for the two actions, you go, ha, 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 you get all of the, like, leeches <laughs> off of your body, you stop, drop, roll, whatever you have to do, all the leeches get smashed, and then the persistent damage goes away, you're not going to take that damage at the end of your turn. Alright. It was a lot of damage, too, it was 48 plus 16 because it yeah. was a crit. Yeah. So, congrats. Uh, um, so that was two actions, yes? That was two actions, yeah. All right. I will uh, just step forward with this portrait out like a talisman yeah. again. They're under the table, and you're on top uh, of the table, too. So then I, w- I will uh, hop to the side. 
Somewhere which, where you can see it, right? Which way are you going to go, Hal? Left? Towards Clovis or away? Uh, I'm going to go away from Clovis and run into Zed's room down on the other side over there and close it. I mean, and <laughs> do my best. Can you point <laughs> point it out to me real quick? <laughs> I yes, cannot see which way you're pointing, Hal. Well, if I'm running towards Clovis, I would be going over here, but since I am not, I'm going to run away from him. I'm going over that way. All right. Um, I will stride right next to Clovis. Okay. And uh, with the portrait out. Okay. You got the portrait in his face. Very cool. Yep. That's my turn. Good job on stifling the bleeding. Uh, Hal, you're up. All right. I want to stride. All right. I will uh, stride away from this guy. Yep. He does not get a opportunity attack because... Am I, am I burning or on fire or bleeding out or something like that? Nope. You've got no persistent damage on you at all. All right. Fantastic. You're good. You're in bad shape, but you're not, you know, you're not actively bleeding. There's a distinct smell of blood in the air. Like you look over, there's like pools of blood under Nulara. You left a pool of blood back where you were. You know, there's just blood everywhere. I'll uh, cast uh, Suze on myself. Okay. Heal up a little bit. Damn. Definitely more than one, probably. Sorry, could I say I would have went one more square over in my stride? I had enough. Yeah. That's fine with me. That is my turn. Come on, you guys right. can do it. You can do it. Let's go. Come on. Volek must it. make a will. Like, seeing his picture, like, you hear, like, all the leeches, like, recoil away from the picture as, like, Mukta shows it. He makes his will save. That's finally a bad roll. Well, okay, it's a 4 plus 15 for 19. That is a fail. The DC on this is 28. And you watch as he goes, and, like, you just see, like, part of the leeches, like, part. And you can see, like, underneath, like, the, the like, outer shell, like, a, like a humanoid, smaller humanoid with hands on their head, like, writhing in pain before it, like, wraps back around them. So he, because he failed this, he gets slowed one. He loses one of his three actions. He only has two actions. Yes. Good job, Lukta. Uh, I no, think that's all it is. Let me just see. So in that, like, as he, like, closes himself back up, he reaches out one set of hands does a uh, strike right at you. He has a 10-foot range on this, so he tendril strikes you again, Mukta. Yep. It was almost a 19 for a second. It tipped back to a 3. Does that hit? That does not hit, thanks it's a, to... It's a 21. Uh, I oh, have sorry. a 22 with my yeah. uh, rune plus the... Yes! Uh, defense, so... I'm bold. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, misses. You're, okay. Yep. Very cool. It does miss. Did you... It's the first miss today, I think. On your inventory, you gotta next to the leather armor, click the little square that's like the invest square. I'll click it for you for now. But if you're not clicking that, you're not getting the benefits of your magical armor. So you actually have 23 AC, just to point out. Ooh. Oh. So I added that click for you. So that is a miss. So one tendril strikes out at you and misses. The second tendril aims like he has two arms. One goes at you, one goes at Clovis. Clovis, this is gonna be a slightly less bonus on the strike. That's a 24 to hit. Oh, that is a miss with my shield up. Yes. yes. Your shield your shield is raised. The leeches like hit your shield and splatter around you in like a kind of a wave and completely misses and showers the wall behind you with leeches. And they all like hit the ground and then begin crawling back and like joining the mass. But both his attacks on this turn miss. The hateful memories coming in clutch. Mm-hmm. Is the tide turning? Clovis. We shall find out. Um, Clovis is going to 
Pick his S, said splash at him. Based on his recall knowledge. Yep, the acid splash will will hit you as well. Because you are within range. Okay. Uh, you reach out with the acid splash, you hit him, right? The damage hits him, splashes, it hits. The 26 is a hit. Okay. It's four damage. So it's four damage. And with his splash damage seven weakness, he takes 11 damage. Yes. Clovis and Mushi are going to kill him. Here's the problem, though. At the end of his last turn, he healed back up to full with his fast healing, but he's now taken 11 damage. Oops. Keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you should light them on fire from over there. Burning hands would be good next time. Stay away from me. Yeah, All right, and, and is, uh, oh, actually, thing, wait, though. I take it back because he, it actually splashes for one more damage, so he takes one more than that. Oh, but splash. the acid splashes back on you, Clovis, and you take one point of damage from the acid. That's All a good right. trade. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one, two. And then, um, okay, so that was that. You still have one more action. I will go back and raise my shield again. All right, shield goes up. The hide <laughs> armor and the shield and the inspired defense, everything came together just to provide the bare, like the bonus you needed. That's pretty cool. Oh, barely, yeah. Just made it. All right, Nulara. Okay, uh, first action. I'm going to stride to where he is. Do I need to make an athletics check to get up on this table? It's not an athletics check to get on the table. Um, I think from there, because you're not moving across it, you're just climbing onto it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like difficult terrain. It's it's not. It's it's like if you run across it, then you have to make the check. In this case, getting there, climbing up in one stride action, you have enough movement. That's fine. Okay, cool. So for my second action, I am going to hit him with my trident. Should I punch him? I'm kidding. <laughs> That'll be a twenty-six to hit. Oh, I guess actually the interesting thing to remember: you're crawling, climbing on top of the table, but he's under the table. So you don't even have oh. to get on the table. You should just stand on oh. the side of the table. Okay, so let me move it then. Right. Yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so that is a hit. 26 to hit. There'll be yeah. 15 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, he is mm-hmm. resistant to seven of that, so he takes eight. Eight. Okay. And then I am going to... Hmm? You can't die. Move away. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm going to go. Some progress, also... though. What's my hit points right now? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to die. Okay, I'm going to move away. I'd say move back to where you were. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then for my last action, I go back to my space. Okay. The end Strike. Of my Strike and dash. Strike and dash. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you've noticed whenever he takes a stride action, he's only moving 10 feet. He's not fast by any means. All and right. He like grabs and like. So that means we can run, guys. <laughs> run! Yeah, just like go around. <laughs> if he's slow, have him chase us and then or, hit. Or, you know, run for your life like. Like, yeah. maybe, like kite him back. Mukta. This is the fifth round of combat, by the way. This is a long you fight, can't guys. can't do it. Mukta, come on. We would be at our break soon, but. Sh- let me ask you guys, would you want to pause here and take a break? No. Or do you want to just... No. 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 Keep it rolling. Keep it going. Not for me. I like it. No. Nope. Bring All it. All right. I'm going to um, step forward. Yep. And strike with my rapier. Go for it. Ah, damn. 24 is a miss. I'm going to use a hero point. Yeah. 
Oh, you still got a hero point? Bring it. Uh, bring I it. Have two left, because Hall yeah, yeah. uh, I got Listen, uh, You guys you. got so many hero points. I'm not keeping track of them. I trust you guys to <laughs> be keeping track of all the hero points. <laughs> At this point, you could have a hero point infinite and still be in trouble. Wow. Let's go. Oh, Let's no. Go. Get TKO. That's a critical miss. Ooh. Luckily, <sighs> he does not have anything that he does back on a critical miss. All right, so that was one second action. I'm going to. Well, that was two actions, right? Uh, no. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Move and then move third strike. Yeah. Third action, I will. Uh, I am going to go across the table. <laughs> yep. Kite him back, kite. <laughs> make make your uh, acrobatic check to balance because you're doing like a, a hop across. You're yep. not just jumping up on it. Oh yeah. That is a twenty nine. Yeah, you look really awesome doing it too. Yeah. I'm but really good at running away. <laughs> hitting, That's hitting. my turn. All right. Hal, I was taking a look at your spell list a second ago, and I, w I was sad for you, but go ahead. I don't have much. <laughs> I was thinking if you had any kind of AoE spell or anything, but I don't see anything. Not, not, nothing like that. I just buff people. But uh, all right, so let me do this. Um, uh, Hal is going to use all three actions to do another magic missile with his last first yes. level spell. Okay, bring it. All right, so it's 11. Very cool. Eleven points of damage. Uh, blast! 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 You like you're like carving out like entire divots of like leeches on his body. He's thinning out a bit. He's not bloodied yet. Good luck, everybody. That's my turn. <laughs> we got last, this. Last turn. All right. Courage. Start of Volk's turn. He heals he seven. So he heals back up. His eyes. He cannot turn away. He wants as, as much as he wants to look away from you, Mukta. His, like, curse of being able to see everything around him at all times is backfiring here. He's making the will save again. That's a 3 plus 15 for 18. That's a critical failure. I don't know if there's a difference on critical fail. He should be right. slowed, like, 4, right? We should make it a critical... <laughs> yeah, no, no. But you know what? Fuck it. He slowed 2 on a critical fail because he's extra in, in pain and agony about what he's done. He only has one action this turn as, like... He cannot, like, get away from the agony of what he's become. And with his one action, because he doesn't have, like, anything else to do, he reaches out and he tries to, uh, he tries to, uh, hit you with his strike, Clovis. Oh. That is a 15, that's a 31 to hit. Uh, I think no, a 31. Yeah, I think so. Oh, shit, this is <laughs> stupid. This is kind of dumb. Well, you know Not what, I think that, right? this is a DM mistake. But it also makes sense because in the moment, he's really messed up. So you take uh, 2d8 plus 8 piercing damage at the end of your turn, Clovis, from the bleed. Okay. Clovis, it is your turn. But what was my on damage? Clovis. Zero. Oh, it's a it's oh, the zero. leeches are on you. They're on your body. You feel them gnawing. It's persistent damage um, effect that's on you, but it won't trigger until the end of your turn. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's try this and see what happens. Clovis is going to do burning hands. Okay. Let's go. I think the cone is far enough away that, you know, you blast this whole me, whole dining table. Everything gets blown away. All the party guests, the corpses are lying here in a giant inferno. He has to make a uh, reflex save. As long as he doesn't crit succeed. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a 36, and he critically succeeds. Mm. Ah, he just 
even for half damage would have been good but uh, right any any uh, bit of damage would have been good but like on this case it was worth the shot it doesn't work yeah so yeah. like you blast with the awesome. fire and what you watch is like his body like just blows up into a cloud and goes and the fire like goes through he makes a big hole through the middle of himself and your cone burns through his body and then it sucks back in the table's burning there's fire all over and he is like fine as the room continues to burn okay is there anything i can do for the persistent damage it's to get off. two actions it's two actions to get out okay yeah um then i am going to raise my shield as he is right in my face and yeah Okay. Yeah, this is this is so this is Whoa. so here here's the interesting thing I want to say. This is where I think I messed up. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. In chat, feel free to 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 bleed in, right? Bleed is a very specific kind of damage, right? It says like No, I think So here's my question. Because you're at full health and because bleed can be put away by healing someone to full health, shouldn't theoretically the bleed fail? Because Clovis is at full health? He's not technically at full health. Yeah, I'm one down with that ash. Oh, you are at one down. Oh, the splash damage. No. Okay, so you're not at full health anyways. So either way, you take you take the um you take the twenty-three damage, Clovis. And now make the recovery check. I forgot you were not at full health. What's the Oh, you know what? You know what? I take it back. You are at full health. You know why? Well. Because your River Drake hide gives you immunity to acid damage. Not immunity, it gives you Resistance? At least resistance. resistance. I gotta remember like that. Your acid yes, resistance. So the splash didn't affect oh. you. No, I, should, I gotta remember that. Okay. So yeah, so you're right. Oh, so in right, because this, because you're at full health, the bleed does nothing and the da- the persistent condition ends. Nice. So you've also learned another thing here, which yep. is how to acid. stop bleed damage. All right, Nulara. <laughs> okay. Uh, same thing. Uh, first action, I'm gonna stride over to Volok. Okay. Thank you, Hazel. Bye. Yeah. Go ahead, Nulara. Uh, this is for you. <laughs> Hope it's second action, hitting it with my Nulara. trident. Get him. Uh, twenty-four. That misses. It already says miss. It does miss. You know what? It's for Hazel Vine, so I'm gonna use a hero point, Let's which go. is my hero last point. one. You can do it. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> oh a 23. Okay, third action. I'm going to look at Clovis. Clovis, are you okay? Or do you want to run away? I mean, um, like, run back. Run back to where we are. I, uh, yeah, I probably will. Okay. Um, just, uh, I think I just uh, shit myself, so I can't move. <laughs> yeah, don't shit, don't shit yourself. We got this. All right, I believe in you, Omita. I'll see you when you get there. And then I go back for my third action. Let's just go to his office and close the door. <laughs> oh, I know. Is there something in his office? Shove that picture back up. You know what? <sighs> Guys, that's that's rough. But okay. Uh, so that's your turn, Nilar? Yep. Can't be flanked. All right, Mukta. All right. Um... I'm gifting five subs to everyone in chat. Thanks for hanging out with us in our finale in this intense fight, which may very well be our last. For this party, at least. Well, um, oh, guys, positive vibes. Let's go. I'm positive. Let's go. You got this. Persistence. Remember, persistence. Not power. Yeah, persistence, one, right? One bug give at us, a time. One give bug us at some time. wisdom, Clovis. All right. Mukta is going to 
drop his rapier for a moment. Okay. Pull out the dagger of venom. Ooh. And activate it. And that's all that costs two actions. So pulling out is one action, activating is two actions. Wow. Sweet. So okay. it's activated now. So I have the dagger of venom in one hand. I twist probably the snake head at the top to activate it. And I have the portrait held out still like a talisman in the other. Nice. Yep. All right. So that's my turn for now. How? All right. Yeah, all right thank all right. you, JBB33 Tista, for adding another sub on top of the sub gift train. You're awesome. Keep it going, Hal. All right. Let is, uh, I'm going to use uh, Suze on Nulara. Uh, second level, so I okay. can heal her up a little bit. Let's do more than two. That is better. That is 20 healing. 20 is actually more than two. It has a zero at the end of it, but it's a lot bigger. <laughs> and for uh, my last action, I will sing uh, that song those guys sang, We Are the Champions, but maybe that will help us. And I'll do uh, Inspire Defense one more time with my last action. Yep. Very good, because it was... Uh, Recall knowledge where we bring you such gems as 20 is bigger than two. <laughs> well, technically, it's, yeah, it's a two and a zero, but it is bigger. Yep. All right. Good luck. How many rounds do we get to that for? Nope. One round? Damn it. Just a one round thing? Okay. All right. Clovis. Nope, actually, Volok, right? Nope. Volok, again, <laughs> must make a will save. Ah, ah, he's not feeling it. Critically, oh, wait. Yes. Yeah, critically succeed. Fails again. Like, nah. What have I become? Strikes out with his one action at Clovis. 26? Fuck. By one. Yep. Oh, God. It's the same problem. Your full health is not going to do a goddamn thing. Oh, what an idiot I am. This is literally me stressed out, but it makes sense because he critically failed again. Chat, please remind me not to screw up the next turn, okay? Because I just, yeah. Anyways, uh, Clovis and Chat. What's that, Sid? Close, you're up. Okay. And then you take my acid attack. And that is should, a 23. Should you stride first? <laughs> oh, I can't get the first. I can't get the damage. Remember? All right, that's right. I just Thank did the exclamation point contest and it works. So if you're in chat, do exclamation point contest. Okay. Sorry. It, I think 23 misses. 23 does miss. You are correct. Uh, I will take my hero point, and I'm gonna try it again. Thank you, Hazelvine. Whoops. The first one was a natural twenty, though. It went from like a yeah. The, f- <laughs> the first one's a natural twenty. That is a critical hit. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, Clovis. Let's go. Let's go Come on, okay. Come on. So what? What is? The, what spell is this? Acid. Acid splash. Acid splash again. Okay. Can you put it in chat? You did. Okay. Yeah. So with a critical hit. He's going to take 1d6 acid damage plus one splash acid damage. So roll the damage on that as well, because it's a crit. So he takes 11 damage, 11 damage from that. He also heals seven from his turn and he takes one more splash damage, which takes another 56. And he now has one persistent acid damage on him. Being the the complete noob, does that mean he takes one plus weakness? Yes. Whoa! Yeah, what he will tick. Mean? He will tick for eight points of damage every turn until he nice. gets rid of that. Nice. Clovis, <laughs> let's go. All right, so that's two. So I will then. Um, 
I'm on with 25, so that will be my turn. All right, Nular. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I forgot. You, you've got the thing on you, but you take no damage because you're at full health, so you're good. Uh, no. You didn't take the healing from from uh, Hal last turn? No, Nular? sorry. Hang on, because I had to pee. <laughs> got it. it it's fight's going it? long. How much was it? 20. Uh, 20? It was, yes. it was 2 0, remember? Not 0 2. <laughs> Not 0 2. It was 0 20? Okay. Wow, Hal, thank you. That is freaking awesome. Okay. So, uh, first action, I'm going to strike to him. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, two actions, power attacking with my trident. All right. Remember, don't stand on the table. Stand on the side of the table because oh, he's right. under the table. Yeah. Power attack it is. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Make it count right here. Let's go. If you have positive vibes, you know what? Asthma. Before you roll. Yeah, go ahead. Pray to Phrasma. <laughs> yeah, come on, Phrasma. Thank you very much. You, you made me live again. It would be such a waste if I died again and I haven't completed your purpose yet. Everyone so... in chat, before you roll, <laughs> before you roll, I was going to say preemptive oh. new Lara, Chris, in chat. Do you have a hero point? Oh, wait, hang on. How many have I used? One, two, three, four. But I think someone's given you some, right? Who? I don't know. Someone gave her a hero point. <laughs> I gave her one earlier. I don't know. If, did you take that one I gave you? I think I took one that Hal took. All, yeah. yeah, I gave her one too. Yeah. Uh, no, nope. not at the very beginning, just mm. recently. Well, unfortunately, a 15 misses. I am sorry. No worries. It's a critical But I'm miss. right here. It's yep, okay. That's the end of my turn. Mukta. The portrait's doing a lot of work, doing a lot of heavy mm-hmm. lifting. Yep. All right. Uh, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> really matter because I don't get flanking anyway. No. But I'm going to um, strike with the Dagger of Venom. Okay. It's a plus one striking dagger. That's a good sign. Go ahead, make that attack. All right. So I think the interesting thing is he's like under the table. He's like a mass of like leeches. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why you have a hard time swinging under the table, Nular, because the table's like blocking mm-hmm. your. What was your, your trident attack? A 20 is going to miss, Mukta. I have one more hero point. Come on. I'm going to use. Crits in chat. Just just send them because we know that they're going to need We're going to need them. So let's send them because we got a crit coming here. Come on. Because if we don't. Uh, no. 24. They're always like one miss. short. Yep. They need that inspire courage. So that was one, two. <sighs> Third action. I'm, I'm just going e- to move back. I, I don't have. I. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting exhausted for you. <sighs> That's my turn. How? All right. Uh. I cannot uh, heighten my magic missile in one more second level spell slot. Can I cast it at first level or is it Titan 2 only cast at third level? Um, so the way it works is unless it's one of your, is it your signature spell? No, it is not. Okay. So then you can't cast it at a different level than it's prepared at. All right. Perfect. Let um, me ask you this. What are your two signature spells? Uh, Suze and nothing. Suze is like a healing spell. It's a first level spell. You don't have any yep. of your second level. Oh, yeah, you don't have any of your. So, if you'd like to make Magic Missile your second signature spell, it will allow you to boost it. My dumbass will do that. So, <laughs> toggle the little star next to Magic Missile. I'll do it for you. Oh, now, soothe is a signature spell. That's weird. It was toggled on my end before <laughs> you toggled it, but it wasn't showing up on your second level. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, now, now that you have a second level signature spell, that means you can heighten it at will. Why don't you cast it a second level? 
I will use all three actions to blast this guy while he scrolls around under the table. So with the heightened, it should be 4d4 plus 4, right? Oh, heightened at level 2 doesn't... It's, it has to be it heightened by anything. plus 2 to do yeah. anything. Yeah, it just lets you use it. Okay, I see. All right, that is 12 points of force damage. I will say, as you blast, 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 and crater into Volok, you have bloodied the man. Perfect. Since I don't have any more spells left, that is my turn. And now at Volok's turn, let's heal seven from his fast healing. He's no longer bloody. Does he take the persistent damage now or at the end of his turn? At the end of his Mm. turn. He makes a will save. save. Damn. 28 is exactly what he needed. So he snaps out of it. He gets all three of his actions. He spins like he he actually um, he strides here. He he can't see you guys from other table. So he's going to he's going to stride away, which will trigger an opportunity attack from Nulara. Okay, Uh, that would be it says a miss a 23. 23 is a miss. Mm hmm. So he strides away from Nolara, who can't quite hit with the table. He lands here. He turns. He's looking at Mukta, Clovis, and Hal. He opens his mouth and 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 he belches a swarm of um, a swarm of leeches across the room. Yeah, that will get all of us. I'm pretty sure. Leech swarm. <laughs> he casts vomit swarm over everyone. Yeah, well, I don't have my Can you all make up. reflex saving throws? You got this, guys. Nice. That is three crits. That is unbelievable. He should die for that. Guys, that was three critical saves. That should like blow up. That whole thing should blow up on him. 33 and 28. This thing belches a huge swarm of leeches. You've all critically succeeded in taking a total of zero damage. I want to see those crits in chat, people. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Crit wall. Let's go. This <laughs> triple should turn on him. Uh, this crit. triple critical wow. success brought to you by the Rollsmith. Yes. I think we should all wow. get a hero point for You know what, guys? Crit. We've had terribly bad roll luck on this show, and now we've had terribly good roll luck on this show. Why can't we just have it normal? Mm-hmm. That seemed pretty uh, heroic. You're right, Clovis. That seemed pretty heroic. Very heroic. I think uh, that should be heroic. Everyone. Everyone. Me too. Including Nulara. <laughs> yes. Take a hero point for that save yeah. because she's Let's go. That was, that was amazing. That was I don't amazing. Know what would... I don't think we could do that again, however no. long we play. <laughs> no. No. One uh, in a the, At the billion? end of his turn, he takes the persistent damage. It's one damage, but that's eight because of the, uh, the acid that's burning him. So that's eight damage he takes, and he failed. He rolled a 10 on his persistent damage to get the poison off him. So he's still being in, like, the, the acid is just eating away at the leeches. Nice. Clovis, you're up. Why, Clovis? Okay. Let's splash. Uh, Let's go. Clovis is going to splish splash. Splish splash. Hero point. Hero point. You got a hero point. You might as well use it. Yep, I got two, but I'm going to use that one we just got. So Somebody in chat has to clip that. That was. Come on, critical hit. Oh, yes! Clovis! I fucking love you right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's another crit. 
Yes! Roll that damage! Roll the critical damage! Clovis the hero! Oh, you know what? Actually, are you rolling critical damage? I don't uh, no. no, I don't think so. I need to no, critical did. damage no. on. Have you uh, been doubling it, though? No. I thought you did last time, but no. you just told me to roll damage. Yeah, but well, that's right, you didn't. I so guess I, it just says I guess damage, just... so where do I change the critical damage? Uh... I'm not sure it works with spells. Usually when you do it in this... No. Uh... Uh, he, uh, on the critical assess... It's oh, that's right, you know what? Persistent damage is the crit. But... Is that all it is? But even, even yeah, is it a basic uh, reflex save? On a critical set. Oh, you're right. It's not a, it's not a, ba- yeah, okay. it, it does seem like a spell attack. Do you think, do you guys in chat think that it should do double damage on a critical hit other than the persistent damage? Is it double damage and persistent or is it just persistent damage as the double? I'm going to assign double damage for now. It's fine. Um, he said, that I know the spell, the spell it, thing still has to come through. Frag, so. I said that it's, it's not in the system. No, that was critical, ma- criminal matrix. So you have to roll the, Hit the double damage on the. So he's gonna take eight card. damage from that, plus seven more from the weakness it has, or he has, taking him down to quite a bit. He's definitely bloodied. The persistent damage doesn't stack, so he cannot be persistent oh, damage more than he already that question, does. It stack? That would That's be the downside, awesome. yeah. So. Uh, and. But you know what? I need to go back because he he should have taken more damage last turn too. Yep. But that's fine. Uh, so you still have. That works. You still have one more action. Yeah, I just raised my shield. Perfect. All right, end your turn. Nulara. Okay, uh, first action striding to he here. So he's going to take four more right damage behind from last me. turn. <laughs> and then okay. uh, uh, power attacking again. I'm going to try and power attack him again with my trident. Nulara crits in chat. Let's keep. We've got like almost five crits in a row, four or five now. crits in a row. Well, it's not a crit, so but it's, it's, a, it. It. it's a power attack, too. It so... is a power attack. That's going to be 15 points of piercing damage. You okay. did more damage with your regular attack. You did the same amount as with your regular attack. As I last know, time. it's a 7 2 2. <laughs> oh, that's terrible damage roll. So he, he is resistant to 7. We'll, I'll take, take, it. we'll take it Remember, at this point. Right? Persistence, guy. Persistence, one bug, yes. One bug at a time. Yes, Clovis! I believe in you! <laughs> I am so amazed at how this has turned around. <laughs> oh, don't jinx this. Jeez, I thought you guys were done. Okay. Anything else, Nulara? That was all your turn, right? Uh, yes, two actions. We are at the top of round eight. This hey. is by far one of the craziest fights we've done. Mook. Probably three natural 20s. All Mook. right. And he's still bleeding, right? Uh, he is still burning from the acid, yeah. No, no, nice. bleeding, though. No. Bleeding. Bloody, not bloody. He's yeah, not bleeding. Bloody. Bloody. Yeah, bad choice of words, sorry. Bleeding is a very specific thing. No, no, bloody no, 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 no. isn't I, really I, a thing, but it's just a house kind yeah, of yeah. thing so that we know say. Yeah, yeah, still at half. For anyone that's unaware, bloodied means they're at half health or less, just yeah. as an indicator. I know he heals, so that's why I was going to ask. All right. I'm going to strike with the Dagger of Venom. Go for it. Not flat-footed, unfortunately, but... Not flat-footed, but... Oh, that's a hit. That's a 28. 28 will do it. Nice. All right, not a crit though, but that's fine. Um, hold on, let me read this, make sure. So activate, you damage the creature. So I'm going to roll the damage and then I'll read out what you have to do. Perfect. Do you roll? That's a striking one, rune too. Two, that's yeah, it did 2d4, which is decent. Two and a one is not a decent roll though. So it's seven points of striking damage, right? 
Mm-hmm. She is resistant seven, so your dagger strike does nothing. That's fine. I need them to make a fortitude saving throw, please. What's the? Is it a poison effect? Yes. Uh, if it's either, Mukta, if it's I don't know how to apologize to you more than oh. I have. He is immune to poison damage. No. I had to give it a try. You did. Yeah, too. Unfortunately, it doesn't take effect. Put it in chat because I want to see what it's supposed to do. Unfortunately, it doesn't do whatever it's supposed to do. So that was the activate. You poison the creature you hit. Yeah, so he would be poisoned, but he's immune to poison, so it doesn't do anything. Cool, 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 cool. Sorry. Good this try, is like the anti-Mukta fight. Really the is. Last, the last couple really, of fights Really, really is. What you need to do, go back to town and load up with like a bunch of like alchemical bombs from, uh, from Aurelia's shop just so you have some options. Third action, I'm going to stride back. All right, pal. All right, I will sing song a little bit more and do inspire defense one more time to keep it going. Because okay. uh, I want Just to... the one turn version? Yep, that's I don't have any more focus points. Oh, yep. All right, one turn version. Go ahead and add those. And I will do, let's just say, electric arc. He needs to make mm-hmm. a. DC 20 basic, but at least, you know, maybe something happens. No, it's a critical success. All right. Sorry. Is that my turn? Okay. Volok. So Volok heals seven at the start of his turn. You'll have the portrait out. You have the portrait out. He can't look away. As much as he wants to, he can't look away. So he has to make a will save. Oh, that's a 32. Uh That's a success. Look at it. (laughs) <laughs> Look at your photo. That's you. I've toyed with you enough. Patty <laughs> vomit swarms again. This is his second second level spell slot he's using. Guys, does uh, if, get is a this a spell? Yeah. Oh yeah. Him? Sorry. This is a spell. So this is a he is using. Uh, it is a. Uh, it's somatic which means you do get a chance to interrupt it with your opportunity attack. Thank you for calling that out. Hal, take a hero point for pointing it out. Hal? That would be uh, 28. It's a hit, but not a crit, so it doesn't interrupt it. But okay. go ahead and roll your damage. That would be 14 points of piercing damage. Okay, reduce to 7. Mm-hmm. Take it. Persistent. I need all of you guys to make a reflex save. Now. One. There's no way in the history of this game you would all roll natural 20s again. All right. We have a hero point. Fail, fail, fail. Chronal oh. Matrix, subscribe. Oh, Thank you. I'm going to uh, use... Oh, do I have a hero point? Karate Kid's forwarding the gifts up to Chronal Matrix yeah. from Drowsword. That's awesome. Mike, you got I've one, got, too. I've got one more. So. Is that is a 26? Success, success. Nice. <sighs> That's a 20. At least it wasn't a natural one. Oh. At least not a crit fail. So, uh, it's 11 piercing damage if you failed, and it's 5 damage if you succeeded. 11? All right. And then, um, man, he's he's in bad shape. How many actions was that spell? <laughs> Ooh, natural one. What was that even for? It's just a random attack roll. <laughs> okay. I guess the only thing he can do is spin around... And strike at Nulara. Mm-hmm. Does a uh, 24 hits. hit? Yeah, that hits. It does hit. Mm-hmm. 
Man, that was a six. Okay. So you are going to take 2d8 plus eight. You're not taking the damage. It's just, sorry, it's just the persistent damage effect goes on you. The leeches are on you again. You are okay. now being chewed by them. <clears throat> okay. That's the, <laughs> and at the end of Volok's turn, he takes one point of acid damage, which increases to eight. But he rolled a natural 20 on his save, the flat effect, so that he's no longer being, like, burned alive by acid. Until Clovis's turn again. <laughs> Clovis, it is your turn. Okay. Today oh broke, don't fix it. That's Acid splash again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right before he does it, Clovis looks over to Mukta really quietly. Hopefully Hal doesn't see. Uh, look at him and say, you remember that doll you took? Yeah. Maybe it'll have an effect. All right. A 28 will hit. Let's go, Clovis. I know, let's go, Clovis. Saving our assets. Six plus... Six plus, plus seven, seven is right? 13 points of damage. Howdy doody doody. Howdy doody doody. Howdy doody doody. The acid splash hits the mass of, of writhing uh, leeches and hits something screams in agony as the whole room fills with pain the chandeliers with the like torches begin to like shudder from the wind and the whole thing collapses into a pile on the ground the like the, the humanoid shape is gone it is now just a bundle of writhing leeches on the floor and immediately you all watch as these leeches begin to scatter in every direction they can they're trying to like they're crawling through your lazy yard. They're crawling for every crack in this room. Step on them. Step my on them. As much as I Step can. on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to stomp as many leeches that go by me. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's fine. We're still in combat. Nulara. Close. That was. Uh, you still have one more action, possibly? I put my shield up. Put your shield up. Okay. Nulara. Um, <laughs> two actions to get to try and recover. Perfect. Make the extra check. Uh, just uh, make a DC 20. 20 flat check. Uh, that would be a five. You are unable to stem the bleeding. Okay, and then uh, can I, I don't know, stab at these leeches that are crawling all over my feet? Yeah. What do I even... Don't stab your foot. Make an attack roll. Uh, 25. Yeah, there's tons of leeches. With a 25, you get, like, you probably get a good, like, 10, 12 of these thousand leeches stomped out. Burn it! Nular, okay. Let's roll. At the end of your turn, you're going to take the persistent damage. Hopefully, hopefully somebody has some fire. That's... You bleed for 15 points of damage. Please make okay. the recovery check. Oh, I do another one? Okay. Yep. You get 11. a bonus one for the two actions, You can, but you oh, still okay. get the normal one. So, okay, it stays on. You're still bleeding. Uh -huh. All right, Mukta. All right, so there's no more target right in front of Nulara, so there's just leeches everywhere. Yeah, like, Volk's gone, where he was, this, like, writhing map, they're not fast, right? They're kind of slow, because they're leeches, but they're crawling in every direction as fast as they can away from the square, in every direction. So he's still here somewhere. Yeah, or they're going to all come back together and form him again somewhere. If we don't kill him, we do something. I'm just going to, I guess, try to stab as many as I can? I don't know. Sure, make the attack roll. I still have the dagger of venom out. Lot of good that's doing me. It's just a... That's a 23? Yeah. You kill, um, you know, you're like stabbing with the dagger. You kill about six leeches. All right. And then second action, they're, I'm going to strike instead of, forward. Instead of 980, there's about 953 now. Going to stride forward. Oh, 973. Sorry. Into the mass that was 
him before. Uh-huh. And I'm going to search through to see if there's anything there. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me the perception check. Let's say 19. You, you like pushing through the swarm into his pockets, into his clothes, anything you could find that might help control this, give you any sign. All you find digging to the pile is more leeches. One of them bites your skin. You don't take damage, but bites down on your skin. You like knock it off. You little bastard. Ah, and that's my yes. turn. Mm-hmm. All right, Hal. Uh, can I dig through my pack for a torch and get to my... So if, it's on, if it's on your backpack, it takes one action to get the bag yeah. off and then a second action to dig it out. That's fine. Okay, and uh, Z Flint and Steel? Yep. Somebody lights him on fire. There are a shan- like there are chandeliers in this room hanging okay. above the table that have like burning like fire as well. Yeah, it's not magical. This is actual flame. Yeah, I would have to walk up to them. So that's two actions. One to walk up. It's the same thing, really. Yeah, that's where I am. I say, uh, okay. I'll tell Globus, light the torch on the chandelier and burn all those bugs. Good idea. Will do. I feel like Clovis is the one person here that has something you can actually do against the swarm. <laughs> so Volok, it doesn't have a turn, but that you can see like now that it's been one round, the pile is thinning. They're crawling a little further away from where they were. Some of them are starting to almost get to the door way behind you. Some of them are getting towards like the hallway out. Some are heading down towards the kitchen. They are definitely starting to crawl. Some of them are finding their way towards the little cracks in the wall and just squirming through the littlest crack they can. You guys estimate you have one more round to take care of this. Luckily, they're slow, and you get one more round. Clovis. Okay. Clovis is uh, going to take his torch out of his backpack. That's okay. That's an action. Two action. That's two actions, two right? Actions. One action to take your backpack off. A second action. You can just take the one that Hal's holding. Right? Hal's holding one out. He took two actions to pull the flint and steel okay. and the torch out, right? To, take, to get into your backpack, it takes one action to take the backpack yep, off. So. A second okay. action to dig through it. Plus, you don't have any free hands because you have a shield and a staff, right? Right. So I come over to Hal and uh, take the torch from him. So you're going to drop your staff? Yep. Okay. Staff goes drop. You grab the unlit torch in his hand. Can I reach where I'm at to go up and light it from where I'm at? I mean, Hal's holding the flint still. How are you going to light it? Oh, you're going to climb up on the table. Yep. So Can I reach reach up there? At at this point, you're taking one action. No, you have to crawl on top of the table. Okay. Yeah, because if I get the flint from him... So if I get the flint from I could just light that right now. Right? Could you just burn well, them with your hands again? Yeah. Mm, or no, like I'm an a, acid splash? I'm a druid. It's already, I can do acid splash, but I've already used the burn. So I can't light the torch with the burn. I can't burn them. Mm. I have an idea. Honestly, this fire. is a swarming mass of, of maggots, right? You know he was weak to the acid splash when he was in this yeah. form. There's no reason not to think it wouldn't be effective why, now, uh, right? Why, why change what I've been doing, right? So... Okay. Well, the but only let's... thing is, you will Mukta's standing right in the midst of it, so you're gonna have to like, hit the square. Mukta, yeah, square. do it. It's not targeting him, but it's gonna splash onto them, right? Mukta does not care. He's okay. not, like so, digging through. I don't want you to make an attack roll. Oh, okay, what can you? So in this instance, it's a very special kind of circumstance. You hit okay. this thing with an acid splash; it hits, right? Okay. Can you make me a DC twenty flat check? Okay, DC twenty flat check. Just roll a D twenty. In this case, in order to defeat this swarm, you need to roll a 15. Come on. 17 will yes. do it. Yeah. So as MVP. the leeches begin to jump, yeah, as MVP. the leeches begin crawling away, Clovis reaches out, he's holding the torch, he says, what am I doing? Drops it, you know, casts, uses the torch as like a, like a focus. Your spell leech, like, well, yeah. 
Anyways, the spell flies out, hits the pile of leeches right in the center. The splash goes out, hits Nulara, hits Mukta. They all, both take okay. one point of damage, but but with that DC 17 flat check, every single leech is enveloped by the acid splash and they all burn away. There's one last one that's like getting ready to crawl into the wall and Mukta reaches out and goes and like squishes it with his boot. Yes. Clovis. Oh my gosh. In the battle against Volok Azrene. Holy shit. Players. <sighs> I don't know. I thought it was donezo around two or three rounds in. You guys oh, pulled it around. Yeah, the recall knowledge. Know the recall knowledge was huge and, in this And the two critical fails. Oh, stuff. yeah. I mean, no, there's I mean, a lot of things that had to go hits. perfect for you guys. Yep. The three oh. natural 20s to save on three the Three natural squad. 20s. Oh, my goodness. Guys. I mean, that's just... We have an exhausted group of people eyes looking at each other there's a moment of celebration embrace happy energy as clovis finishes off the leeches volik the guardian of the lighthouse the one that you've been hearing about since you first poked your nose into his workshop is no more but you've heard from otari there is an anchor somebody here anchored at the base of this lighthouse his soul his life force powering it that still needs to be dealt with. Yeah, we need to go where he came from. Maybe there's something. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, yeah. like you said, that lady's uh, son. And uh, as Mukta is squishing that last leech under his foot, under his mm -hmm. boot, grinding into the ground, he's going to look up and go, that's for you, Borbo. Very, very nice callback there. So as, as this fight sort of ends... We uh, we step in uh, into like the office that he was in, right? Like he he never he, you know he came out of the office, fought you guys in the dining room, but beyond with the lights floating in, you can see there's actually a blue lantern putting off like light. It's just sitting on his desk. The walls of this large chamber are hung with grisly paintings depicting various spectral beings cavorting amongst ruined neighborhoods, overgrown swamps, and foggy graveyards. Three large overstuffed chairs pair with the small end tables, upon which sit empty wine glasses. To the south stands a cluttered writing desk with its own chair, while a large iron tub to the west is visible between standing screens depicting shadowy marshes. And you step into the room, looking at this sort of scene in front of you. The first thing you notice, spread across the desk that Volok was sitting at, tons of papers, tons of writings. There's a lot of like interesting things just visible on the top of his desk. So I will reveal this desktop token and uh, give you guys a chance to uh, to maybe like peek through it, right? So the lantern is obviously a magical effect. It's a magical item. How you put out the magitech magic, boom, it lights up in this room. Like there's a strong magical presence here. Mm -hmm. You quickly narrow it down to that lantern. This lantern. There's sickly green energy coming from it, but it does uh, have some magic there. Is that, it blue? Is it green? That's what I mean. Green, blue. blue green. You're we just learned how's colorblind. Interesting twist. It, <laughs> it is true. I have a good ear for the music, not a good eye for the colors. Okay. I heard so, that if one sense goes down, the other one gets better. I have a sense that you're right. This lantern is definitely magical. If somebody wants to take that into their possession. Uh, there's three scrolls on the desk uh, that you guys can 
take to like study later. You know, we get a quick montage of somebody later pouring through them. One is a spell, a scroll of comprehend languages. One is a scroll of paralyze. And the last one, it's a grisly spell. It's horrible. How you instantly recognize it as you guys kind of pour over the arcane magic. It's the spell that Volok used on you where your worms went in your skin. It's worms repass. It is an occult primal spell that both Hal and Clovis could add to their uh, repertoire with a little bit of downtime spent uncovering its secrets. But the most interesting, so as as Hal and Clovis are kind of looking at these spells that they can then add, you know, later, uh, Mukta is going to have an interesting moment because Mukta goes to the desk and you see him picking up what looks to be three maps that completely show the layout of the gauntlet itself. So if you guys look at the maps of the gauntlet item embedded in the description are links to three maps that you guys can see. So the map shows the full layout of the first three levels of this dungeon, including all of the secret doors and the places that you didn't fully get to explore. Mm. This is, this is perfect. It's everything. It's no more fumbling about anymore. We we know we know know where to go. So what was behind that door that you could not live without up in the other top levels? That one you wanted to pull us through it? Which one? That one. That one you really wanted to go through. I remember there was one. I think we were by the uh, in the chapel, maybe. You're like, I got to go through this. And we went in and ended up going around to the island. What says behind that? Ah, door. Uh, I have to see. Let me take a look. Yeah, you can you can pour it over. Like, there's that one secret door that led down. It actually looks like it leads to a col- like in the first map or the second map. It leads to like a collection of um of kind of like a small office kind of rooms with like a bunch of chairs and and tables with like desks and overstructure. So it was like a set of secret rooms behind the wall when you guys explore level two. Which, as you're putting the pieces together, it kind of is looks like you guys passed it and never even noticed the secret doors were there. The very interesting thing as you're pouring over though, the one thing that catches your guys' eye the most is on the map of the third level where the cult of the canker would be. There is a secret door in that room. You guys searched it very thoroughly. It's circled with big red pen and written says mistress's private collection. Does eyes sparkle a bit when he sees that? Looks like and we're going back to visit Anchor. <laughs> and, and and the unfortunate thing is there is no map of this level you're on. But in this moment, as you're kind of pouring over the maps and talking, you all hear a loud, agonizing scream that fills the room and then passes. The office? That, was, that wasn't what? one of us, right? What the fuck was that? Yeah, in the office. It sounded like it came from the east. Maybe something's behind that door. The folding, foldable curtain, partition, whatever it might be. There's a bit of a slimy tub back here, Nulara, as you kind of come yeah. around the screen. You're looking down, you see a, an iron freestanding bathtub here, just covered with a little, like a little bit of like black sludge and filth and mold that's grown over many, many years. And then, um, why don't you make since you're over there investigating, why don't you make me a perception check? I clicked it. <laughs> yep, I see it. It got an 11. Oh, okay. 
So it was almost a natural 20 for a second, and then it wasn't. So, oh. so yeah, unfortunately, as you make that search, you look back here, there's a... You don't see anything apparent. Mukta hearing that scream and where it came from is going to search around as well. Yep, why don't you go ahead and make me that perception check? Hal and Clovis, I imagine you guys are also getting a refocus point, just getting your resources back. Nobody's, I don't think anyone's picked up the lantern yet. Has anyone taken the lantern? No. I will pick no, it up yet. and see how it works. Are, and shine are you an out. expert in that, Mukta? Um, so I can do this, follow the expert and like some points. Yes, I am an expert in perception, yes. Yep, so lantern, empty light. You can go ahead and, like, in the moment, in this moment right now, how you're not going to really understand all of the magical artifacts yeah. with it, but as you spend some time with it, you will. So if you want to go ahead and just take a look at it so you know what you're dealing with, it's going to come, you know, it's an interesting item. I just want to light it up so I can see around that corner. Yeah, it's already lit up. There's, like, a shield on it that you can close and open, mm. but the flame inside doesn't go away. So you can just, like, lift it up, and there's this weird, sickly blue light coming out of it. Mukta, like, in, in looking around and, like, with Clovis, like, doing the follow the expert, like, just following Mukta going, yeah, yeah, I like that, looking like that, right? Like, you find there's a big oversized painting on the wall, Mukta, like, right there, that somehow Nulara didn't really think much of. But as you look at it, there is a, um, this, like, giant oversized graveyard swampy ghostly thing and there is very obviously to you like some hinges on the side and you just like get your dagger and pry it and the whole thing swings open and just reveals a door behind it these you know these cliched rich villains always hide things behind paintings and I'm I'm just yeah. looking in the tub like a dumbass yep and so so yeah you uh you kind of like like take the door you search it everything looks clear you open it there's like a second door, a small tiny hallway with another door at the other end. Uh, could I get some light in here, please? Well, the interesting thing too, at, at the end of the next doorway, you see a pulsing blue light coming out from the bottom of the door frame, right underneath the wood. All right, well, I will check the door. I will shine my light. This is a bullseye lantern as well. I'm like mm -hmm. opening it, closing it, opening it, closing it. Yep, <laughs> it, looks, it turns on and off, like pretty cool. So, Mukta, the door looks clear. You open it cautiously, and as you push it open, it opens into another large circular chamber. You've seen many of these before coming down. The walls of this circular chamber are smooth and gray. A flickering, nauseating ribbon of pale blue light churns in the center of the room. Where the light touches the ceiling, the stone bubbles as if it were infected flesh. Below the light a screaming, thrashing dwarf bound onto the metal table, his body covered in blisters. We got to get... go, friend. Go. Yeah, Mukta will, Mukta will rush forward and try to cut the binds. Yep. So he's it's in metal manacle, so there's no cutting, uh, right? They're like metal handcuffs, so you're looking at it. Right, well, As I well, the energy him. comes down and bays him and bays the whole table. There's no way to get in there without reaching into the light either. Can't you, uh, like, undo it with the stuff Otari just gave you? Like, the yeah, we'll... lockpick and the key and the magical stuff, whatever you guys use. Um. Ah! Screaming, yeah. writhing in agony, you another know. Another scream of the, like, hesitates for a moment to try oh. to fit. Try it's to not just another scream. The, the screams don't stop. All right. I will attempt to pick the locks on the man. Go, man, go. And I will slap him on the Zaret behind. Go get him. Guidance. All right. hit him with the guidance. 
So, Mukta, you dash forward, you reach in, give a little, like, work on the manacles. I run in. Yep. So, alright, that is a... I'm using the uh, Otari's Thieves Tools for this. Okay, they're like infiltrated tools. The plus one. You can feel Otari kind of here with you in this moment. Like, you don't hear his voice, really, but there's some little part of you deep inside of you that can feel that he's with you, guiding your hand. Plus one circumstance bonus. Oh, I'm still following the expert, so it's still plus two to you, too. Is that following a circumstance the expert, bonus? Following oh. the expert gives you plus two following Mukta's lead, Clovis. Yeah. So if you, want to, if you got these tools and you want to follow oh. his lead and try to pick these... I got you. Can... I thought I was giving him plus two by following him. No, kind of he gives you plus I two by following you. him. Okay. That is a 32. Oh, that's wow. a critical success. Like, you make really short work of it. You, you spend the least amount of time you can. One of the four manacles pops open... And um, as you're reaching in, can you make uh, – let me just see. The light's going to engage you. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Come on. You can lock it. You know what? Because you made a critical success of it, I'm just – instead of, like, micromanaging this, part of this, it doesn't matter. The point is, with a critical success, Mukta, in a blur of, like, rat energy, goes around, reaches in, picks each lock, pop, pop, pop. Pop, all four manacles pop off. You take no damage from the, the like necromantic energy flowing through. Nular is able to rush up and scoop this dwarven man like off the table and out of the light. And as you do, you pull him out and place him on the floor. The energy like kind of like dims down a bit, and it's like immediately zoom stops, and the beam goes to the ceiling. Zoom stops. Well, up above, your... we can't see, but from outside the lighthouse. The faint blue go glow in the top of the lighthouse stops. Lovis, do you have any of those good berries for all these blisters? I pull his out eyes, a, uh, his like eyes are rolled back in his head. He's like lying there unconscious. Yeah, save that. Save that Mukta. I got some good berries for him. I can get back. Hey, 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 friend. Wake up. Wake up. You feed him a good berry, massage it in his mouth, the juices run down to heal him. Uh, two good berries. Yeah, it heals him. He's still, uh, uh, he's still like stammering. He's unconscious. It doesn't seem like whatever's happened is a damage effect. Something else is happening to him. Maybe, uh, maybe it's not working. Can you figure out how long he has? Because maybe, what if we rush to Rin? I think we should get them out of here right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you scoop him up. You begin rushing out up towards town. Care. Yep. As as you're as you get like just towards the dining hall, uh, you you hear like he's stammering, he's stuttering. He's like, "Put me down, please." If you die, okay. Gently. He's caught his breath. His eyes have like opened a bit. He's got sweat dropping down his brow. Where are we? Oh, uh, we're in the godlight, the lighthouse. Uh, his, his eyes. I remember a hooded figure. That's that's all I remember. What do? You, what's your name, friend? Lazda. Sorry, oh, Lazda Vankervel. Eldest boy. I, I run. I run. You know my mom. Yeah, she's been looking for you. Leave it to my mom to worry. You're gone a day or two, and she. 
immediately starts to get concerned. Friend, you've been gone a month. A couple days, yeah. He <coughs> coughs. He's like weak. He reaches up, Nulara, to ask you to like kind of help him to his feet. Yeah. He needs a little help steadying, but he's tough. Still covered in blisters. He's like, I, I guess it's fortunate. I don't remember a lot of these days I've been down here. But uh, who are you guys? Heroes of Otari. Yeah, that's right. You can just call us hot for short. Sounds like a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're hot. You are. You are all very <coughs> hot. Maybe that's hoot. Anyways, you know what I mean. Please, can you take me to my mother? Of course, yeah. Yeah. She'll be so excited to see you. Wait, can someone figure out if this dude's going to die? Can I do a recall knowledge to see what's wrong with him? Yeah, give me a recall knowledge. Medicine or uh, religion. I mean, you pick a skill that you think is appropriate. Maybe arcana to see what the light was yeah. doing to him sure i think that one okay all right Let i will say see. just from you, like uh so you make your recall knowledge check because everyone's watching this too like um that is oh, a natural 20. natural 20. Yes. sorry 26 i'm not sure if that's a critical but okay sounds good to me so as you like as you look at like his flesh the way it's blistered the step of the room with the light and this whole contraption this light, I mean, you guys have seen, this has the power to heal the undead. You've seen the undead bathe in the light and heal themselves before. It's the same light, right? But, you know, to your flesh, you would expect it to damage it. But something about him, some ritual they put, something that anchored him here, this thing not only killed him, it healed him at the same time. So it was dealing damage to him. A weaker person, somebody that wasn't as tough as... Uh, Lazda was mm -hmm. would not have survived for very long right something about his tough maybe it's his dwarven heritage maybe it's just he's a tough individual something allowed him to persist and allowed for the damage and the healing to last longer which made him an ideal anchor for this situation mm. if you hadn't been here he probably wouldn't have survived much longer than another month but getting here when you did, he's a tough dude. He might have some permanent psychological effects, but physically, removing him from the light was enough. He's not dying anymore. I think. But his life force has been siphoned off. There's probably a good chance that his like maximum life expectancy is dwindled oh. because mm. of this. Oh. I don't think he's going to die. He's a pretty hearty young yeah. man, but uh, he's not going to live long either. Well, How? not long for right oh, now, maybe long in the future. Uh, Omarion's dad uh, was somewhat like that. Because he, he was kind of a run around when he was younger and put all kinds of stuff in his body. And, you know, he lived a good life, but it was a bit short. Uh, let's see if we can take him back to his mother and at least he can start living a good life now. You want to get cleaned up first before you see your mom again? I don't want to spend another minute in this okay. place. All right. Let's go. Yeah, he starts starts going. Um, I think, too, as you guys like start making your way up, you're making your way. Making my way. Making my way. 
and you come out into like the library, there's a moment where like there's a pause, right? You're like you you have the map, you've seen all these secret doors. You're right outside that like that uh mistress's private collection room. It's pretty tempting, Mukta, don't you think? I can take him up while you look at it. You're not going to like drop dead right away, friend, right? No, no. He stammers for a bit and he like, No, I'll be fine. Perfect. And before he even finishes, Mook is going off to the, to the door. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm, I'm going to move your tokens just so you can see. But, um, yeah, you, you make your way. This wall, the secret passage here is insane. Even knowing it's there based on the map, it still takes you a good... In fact, roll me a perception check to see how long it takes you to find it. All right. Clovis, if you'd like to follow the expert, you can take a plus two to your check. Yep. <laughs> oh. What was what was that roll there, Mukta? That was a natural one oh. for an eleven. <laughs> we know what to do, chat. After Four the chat. hours. Mukta got a twenty-eight plus two is thirty on my check. Very nice. I was too. I'm too excited. I can't play. <laughs> you taught me well, Mukta. This is all because of you. Right. So Mukta is like making no progress here, right? It's not until Clovis like walks over. Mm-hmm. It still takes you like a good fifteen minutes of searching and then immediately you find the door, right? You're able to see in. I'm gonna just show you here, right? So this tiny room, the walls of this small room have built in shelves. Books line the shelves to the north and south, while a stack of loose scrolls sit on the shelf to the west. A single chair and a small writing desk sit in the middle of the room and the desk is covered in lots of loose papers very obviously papers that volik at some some time has like combed through i will say there are two sort of lore things here that we can get and we'll like maybe montage this later there's a weird journal closed bound with like leather and as you unravel the strap and look at the first page it looks to be Belcora's personal diary. And on the rest of the papers, right, there is just a stack of un uncategorized, unorganized, messy papers. But at a glimpse, it looks like maybe it has it tells you it's like technical diagrams for the lighthouse itself. So somebody might be able to decode that. Very, very helpful. Should be helpful. Thirdly, there is a port, there is a scroll, and this scroll will allow you to awaken portals. It's a ritual, not a spell, but it allows you to activate deactivated or inert portals that have already been created. And immediately looking at the diagram on this page, Hal, you've seen one of these portal rooms mm. before in the dining hall. The inlaid silver runes carved in. Oh, is that right? This, this is tied to that. And if you guys were to follow the instructions here, you may be able to reactivate that portal. And what you learn is like there are certain portals in the chamber that you can potentially, if you link both sides, then you can use it almost like as a fast travel point, right? Mm. There's one other room that you know exists, and that's in the first level, but the silver has been scraped out, so it cannot be reactivated. There are actually more portal rooms. They're all detailed on the map, and I can show you guys later if you have any questions where they may be. But here's the thing. On all of this, there is one moss-covered book. It's a very interesting book. It's huge. It's oversized. The paper's kind of hanging out. It, it literally has, like, the cover has, like, fresh moss growing on it. 
the binding appears to be some sort of humanoid skin. There's a skull embossed on the cover with the the, the moss covering the eyes and the face. And as you look at it, you've seen this symbol in a few places. You saw it in the room with the scorpion earlier. You saw it in Belcora's personal office. And now this symbol is emblazoned on the cover of this book, this moss-covered book. Obviously, as you run your spell, Hal, this book is magical. Hmm. I think, well, we saw this, you know the, well, I saw it. It was uh, in Valak's, what is it, his dining room? Uh, there was one of these symbols. Um, I think we should have uh, maybe Morley Bent help us decipher yeah. this. I mean, do we want to talk to Rin about it? She kind of gave me the creeps well, last time. Oh, remember when I tried giving him the books that uh, Mokta found? He didn't want to touch it. Mm. So I'm not sure if he's going to want to touch this. Maybe, Maybe go to Rin try. first. Yeah, let's try yeah. Rin first. And, um, Mukta seems a little bit dejected as we all we found those books and no trinkets. There is no treasure or no, um, you know, nothing like that here is, is kind of the unfortunate reality, you know? Mukta's like, yeah, books. All right. Right. <laughs> well, let's not waste no time. Let's go take these back. We go uh, take yeah. this young man. And isn't back there to like a lot of smoke in here? It's still a little coughing. Like, yeah, there's a there's a little bit of smoke residue. It's died down a bit, but it's you know, it's not like there's not a fresh layer of like smoke and ash in here. I think I had asthma in my old life. For asthma? Yeah, I heard you mention that <laughs> a few times. Yeah, mm-hmm. it smells like so, a prime rib. Mm. Oh, maybe. So based on all these things, right? Who's taking what? Right? Who's taking the book? Who's taking the journals? Who's taking it takes a book papers. just to kind of flip through it as we walk back from okay. Z. It, it's not really interesting, but I just want to see if there's anything not technical and more musical. So Why the book, by the, the way, is the book is too bulk. That's how heavy and oversized it is. It's it weighs you down. How I mean, it doesn't matter because we're not in combat, but it's like, oh, God, this thing is is hefty. Uh, this is too uh, heavy for me, Nulara. Maybe you want to carry it? Yeah, put it in my backpack. And shove it in there. Okay. He's walking. He he wanted to stay. He's like, no, I'm fine. You don't have to dote on me. I am not. And his, like, mind goes blank. And then he just kind of, like, wanders off like he forgot about his thought. And is just staring Whoop. off at the wall. I'm following this dude. We have not cleared this, the entirety of this place. Huh? Huh? He, like, looks. What are you talking about? Okay, I think it's stay time. Stay here. Yeah. We gather everything. I take. I'll take the. Uh... That's fine. Yeah, I'll just put but, some but in the party list. There's some very like interesting things in here. Let's say so. I can grab it. So we we finish here. We gather up all of everything out of Belcora's private collection. We head back to the surface. You know, we limp back to town. We're not limping. You guys are looking. You're just pretty beat up, right? Bruises, cuts. You learn lost a lot of blood. You're feeling a little woozy. Mm-hmm. You make your way back <laughs> to Otari. And um, there's like a, a, a cut to like that scene where like you go back to the uh, the rowdy rockfish, and uh, the door opens, and then you see Brelda like behind the counter, and she's like cleaning like a glass or whatever. And then you know Lazda walks in, and she's like, "Take a seat. I'll be with you in a second. And then he's just like, "Mom, it's me." 
and she turns and she's looking at him and you guys are kind of in the back behind him the glass drops shatters she runs jumps over the counter picks up her son gives him the warmest embrace and just hugging him he's like mom please and she's like i never gave up hope she like pulls her face looks him eyes to eyes she's like i dreamt about you every night in pain and agony are you okay oh mom i'm fine it pushes her off a little bit and then like there's like that moment where he's like again like blinks and then looks around a little confused mom it's you and then he goes and gives her like another hug and she's like crying tears and she hugs him and she's just like looking back at you she's like what's wrong with him he he's been through quite a bit but he's alive yeah he would benefit a lot from resting maybe we could give him a day or two yeah he uh the important thing he's alive and he's back to you right all thanks to Halarmony here and Clovis. For all of us. <laughs> he's like, Mom. But mostly Halarmony. These are the heroes of Atari, and they are hot. And she's like, yes, they are, son. Yes, they are. And and there's a smile as she comes over, and she gives each one of you, one by one, a big warm hug. And she's like, I don't know how I knew, but when I met you, I knew you were going to do great things for this town kisses each one of you on the head although it's hard for her for some of you because like Nular is way taller than her she has to like ask you to bend down and uh, she's like I need to give you something this she goes behind the desk the, the bar on the wall there is a big sort of um, kind of a decoration it's like a, a metal shield that looks looks fairly decorative you know but uh, she pulls it off the wall and she brings it over to you uh, guys as a group and she says, this belonged to Lazda's dad. He doesn't use it. He doesn't need it anymore. Please take it. And she hands over this like kind of family heirloom, which is a magical, uh, my, it's a minor sturdy shield, part of their like family, like heirlooms that they want you guys to have. Are there oh, any patrons or anything in the, in the Crowley Rockfish right now? At this time of day? No, everyone's at work. Okay. Oh, please, you don't have to give this up. It's important to you. You gave me back my son. I I don't want you to ever forget us. Not at all. And then I look at Hal. Hal, remember when I thought this lady's son was dead? And I I told her. I mean, we kind of... What? How? You're whispering too quietly. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was telling uh, Belda to vote for Hal. Um, But, uh... I thought, I thought you saw him in the mausoleum. That's why I thought you knew, but apparently he just goes there for dinner. I used to go there to sleep, too, and then... To be fair, I, I kind of thought he was dead as well. I mean, <laughs> a, mo- a month missing at the gauntlet. Right. How many, th- how many times have we all died, almost died, <laughs> in like it's a week? Right. It's at least been three to six months since his disappearance, actually. I think you were the only one to fall down. Look, semantics. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The shield, by the way, it's emblazoned. This is the Rowdy Rockfish. The whole thing is embossed with a... It's a Rockfish blaze emblem right on the front. Wow. She sees that you already have, like, a a sturdy shield, right? So she's like, well, yours is already kind of nice, but... She offers it to, like, Clovis. Mm -hmm. Hey, Clovis. Offers me the shield? Yeah. 
I think the MVP gets the shield. No? Mm -hmm. I think that would make sense. Um, but, the, but, um, but the shield is metal. And um, not want to be rude, but uh, it's against my religion. Your religion? What about you that other shield you're carrying? It's, it's a wood. It's made out of wood. Good wood. I... But um, I, I would like one of you to carry that shield then. Whoever could use it the most. Is this shield made out of wood? It's metal. It's definitely metal. Hmm. Laura, you use it? I, I can probably... I can find something else. Hang on. She goes behind the counter and, like, leaves the shield on the counter and starts, like, going through, like, the drawers and comes out. And she's like, this this is everything I have. And she hands over, like, a pouch that has, like, 13 gold and 5 silver. Elda, please. No, 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 no. you don't have to. <laughs> really, we insist. Do not give us anything more. Save this for yourself. Save this for your family. Why don't, you why don't you put a plaque under the shield, huh? That says, Halarmony and the Heroes of Atari. Dedicated to Halarmony and the Heroes of Atari. Used by Halarmony and Heroes of Atari. I, I like that. This, you will always be honored guests. You will never pay as long as you stay under my roof. I owe you everything. Thank you. Thank you, heroes of Otari. And, uh, yeah, we kind of, like, leave this scene, and you guys have made uh, quite an impression here on Lazar, who now not only likes you guys, but fully, like, 100% supports you, discounts, free rooms, the whole nine yards you're able to do here, right? Oh, how? Do you want to brag to Menhems right now? No, not really. Yeah. Mm, I don't. I, mean... I think, uh... I think it might be better for actually to mem for Mehems to um, hear about it through the grapevine. Ah, that's true. Oh, we should tell Rin first. She was the one that brought us here in the first place. Yeah, maybe you can tell Mera and your girlfriend. I tell my brother over there. I think there's a montage here of you guys like going and like telling people, telling someone who tells someone who tells someone, and the word is kind of spreading and rippling through town, right? Yeah. This sort of seed has been planted organically spreading throughout town until eventually we're like there's like an office and you see like menhems and uh, he's like working and he looks really flustered on his face and there's like a knock on the door and it's you know doriana and she's like father apparently they've done it and he, she, he looks and he gets a big grin on his face and he's like well that's some good news we could use some of that these days. And he stands up, picks up his hat, comes outside, expecting to, like, bask in the glow of his success. But as he looks around town, all he hears is people talking about the heroes of Otari. The heroes this, they've done this. Lazda's back. Everyone wants to come by and see Lazda. And you see, like, Menhem's a little bit flustered as, like, uh, as he walks past one sort of, like, couple, and they're like... I hear that Hal's running for mayor and that like strikes him in the back Ooh. of his head and he's like Ugh. and then he the, the thing that really finishes him is like yeah I'd vote for him and then that's like the dagger oh, the one two oh, punch oh. that really like catches him he doesn't let it show yes. he comes in to find you guys at the Rowdy Rockfish pouring over your loot and he's like if it isn't the commissioned heroes of Otari and he announces that so that everyone, this place is packed now, right? Everyone can like hear him like trying to sort of attach himself to your victory. We've done it! The town is safe! Finally! Hi, would you want a drink? 
Yes, that is a good idea. Maybe you should have yeah. a drink and uh, come sit with us. Rounds on me, and he. Nah, like, you don't have to. I already did, and he like comes and sits over. Oh, the heroes of Otari actually already got rounds for everyone, but you're welcome yeah. to join us. You were late. <laughs> I thought you'd be here like a little bit early, considering yeah, well. you know you did commission us. <laughs> yeah, well, if you had come to me, I could have possibly paid you the salary I promised. Uh, I mean, I had to find through the grapevine. Of course, we're going to come to you, but you know, we had to reunite uh, Brelda with her son. I mean, we wouldn't want to waste a, um, even a minute dawdling over anything else but getting her near. Exactly. And if I mean, you can't say no to a mother who invites you down for dinner. I never said no to my mother. Don't. Exactly. I'm sure Mokta no, never has. Never, never. Exactly. Never. Well, I tried once. I still have a scar right behind my ear. Uh, See? So. <laughs> but yeah, it's so nice of you to it's join great. us. It's, it's great of you to come along and to save the town, and we will gladly make sure you receive your payment, of course. Uh, and he, like, snaps at one of, like, can you have 200 gold sent over? Great. And then they're going to rush off to bring you your gold, and he's like, so we'll celebrate tonight. Big party. Um, and then what, what's your plans tomorrow? Are you off to the next town, the next adventure, I assume? Uh, I'm going in. What, uh, whatever came of Carmen and his sword. So far, we've been unsuccessful in finding him. He's not on the main roads. He's not in town. He's not on the ships. Oh, that's too bad. Longsaddle said it's out of his jurisdiction. If he shows up, he will be dealt with. I will send word to Absalom and put the bounty out, but that's all we can do. Do I believe him? Make, uh, oh, actually, you have a pass, like, yeah, you know what? He's not even lying. You believe him. I look sidelong at Tanulara, and I give her an approving nod, like, yeah, they didn't find him, but we're going to find him. Perhaps another job for you, the heroes of Otari? Whatever we can do to help the town, of course. Hmm. Uh, Mayor, if you could give us a quick second. Of course. Let me... I have some flesh to press as he, like, gets up and starts going around the room. And uses this time to kind of make sure that they all know. Did you know that I I hired them? Right? I I did this, right? He's trying to, like, salvage anything he can out of the situation, right? Go ahead, you guys. I will do group impression to counter his enthusiasm <laughs> let's do it let's make a let's make a diplomacy off. nice I, I want to he's got to do one at a time right and you're just make a group impression in general how right. i was just sitting there flipping his hair giving smiles <laughs> to people. i'm actually playing my lute talking about you know the different people are. in the in the group and you know singing the heroics as that they did particularly good clovis here uh, over mm-hmm. Volok. So hot. <laughs> so <Yep>. hot, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> you counter any any sort of like mojo the <laughs> mayor's putting off is countered by your just charismatic present, your songs. Like he's like talking to someone and shaking their hand. They're like pushing past him to like listen to you sing and talk. He's being completely like shut out of this. And the only thing he can do to salvage this is when they show up at the payment, he makes a big show of dumping like 200 gold on the table for you guys and says, to the heroes, he leaves off of Otari, 
payment from your mayor. But like, he has to like slowly like hit the door and like back out of the room because nobody cares. As he does that, though, I'm going to take uh, 50 gold from that, uh-huh. my share, and I'm going to say, uh, and I'm going to kind of get near Hell Harmony. Uh, as uh, our good leader and friend, Hell Harmony, is so charitable, charitable, and um, only thinks of the good of this town. He encouraged us all to pitch in, and uh, brother, brother, where are you, my dear? Uh-huh behind the counter, like, passing out free drinks to everyone. Over here! You Tip-toeing. and your family have suffered quite a de- ordeal oh, oh, oh. for Otari. <laughs> and we want to make sure that your family never has to suffer again. Because we love this town so much. Hal loves this town so much. Here, please take this. And I give her 50 gold. Wow. Your whole share? Yep. Here's another and 52. Bralda's like, overtaking she can't believe it she's like you no 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 i can't you you save my son i should be paying you and she's like refusing the money you know the but, good uh, un for this town is payment enough and then uh yeah so like she's okay i'm going to name this i'm gonna we're gonna rename this place we, we got some work to do here and uh Hots. The whole, like, the whole thing. Everyone's just like, well, did you hear what they did? They took the mayor's money and they gave it to Lost. And his mom, Lost is back. Like, it's just this, like, thing, like, ripples, right? You can see everyone here is, like, in love with you guys, man. You guys are the talk of the town. Uh, when, we watch, like, like Hal in- just scoop the 50 gold that he's paid and puts it into his pocket, <laughs> <laughs> right? What does Hal do with his share and Clovis do with his share? Uh, Clovis is going to uh, keep it as we uh, know we're going to need a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. I think 100 gold looks good. Okay. How? Uh, Al is going to definitely keep it because he knows uh, he has somebody to head back to at some point. Mm-hmm. Or okay. perhaps invites them here sometime in the That's future. Yep, you guys, so you guys keep your share. We kind of like end the scene with like the cameras here is floating above. Pock of the town, the celebration spilling out of the street. Everyone at Atari is coming to see. There's just like a general party feel because the gauntlet's not glowing. Everything seems like safe. Um, and then the camera like floats back towards like the the gauntlet, and we see the tower. The gauntlet stands. The blue light at the top that normally glowed is gone. It's put out. The town of Otari is under no more immediate threat. You have done what you set out to do. You have saved the town of Atari. The runes of Gauntlet will threaten the town no more. And the camera pushes in down, down the lighthouse deeper, past the floor, past the dead purple worm, down to where Lazda was anchored through the wall and towards the ghost of Otari Ovashti, who sits and waits and says they will be back I know it they will be back we smash cut from here back like we fade to black right this is the end this is the end of the runes that got like boom credits roll Nina as Nulara Rick as Halarmony Richard as Mukta Mike as Clovis right like it scrolls we get an after credits scene 
And the after credit scene is like Yin Yasmara, right? She's like, have you found him? Yeah. Uh, we, we found him. He's in Smuggler's Cove. We sent two people to retrieve him. They did not return. And Yin is sitting there like there's a coin like rolling along her fingers as she stops. I have just the man for the job. 